0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to episode 113, this is Uncensored Minds. Um, I know it's a little different view this week, as you can see, it's me, (laughs) rocking a solo. Um, The the ladies will be on momentarily, but I wanted to take the time out to um, extend our heartfelt um, prayers and wishes to the Hamlin family. Um, This Monday, this past Monday, the second day of the year, um, Daymar Hamlin, um was injured on a football field um in cincinnati where he sustained um cardiac arrest um with the the quick help of the training staff for both teams um doing cpr and administering um aid you know they were able to regain a pulse and take him to the nearby hospital so where he can get the treatment that he needed to Um, hopefully save his life Um, if you're not a sports fan football fan um, you still know what the name Damar Hamlin means Um, 24 year old kid from the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area um, made his dreams come true by being drafted in 2021 um, by the Buffalo Bills and now is living his dream Um, as we all know now um, the tra- tragic events that happened this past Monday you know left him lying helplessly on the ground um, in Cincinnati fighting for his life um, with the help of again the medical staff on both teams they were able to you know help him regain a pulse and get him to medical attention where he is now um, progressing well um, so, Without further ado, we're going to open the show with a prayer. Um, And our heartfelt condolences, not condolences, but um, our prayers go out to him and his family as he goes through his recovery and battle to get back to his normal self. So bow your heads. Jehovah, most gracious heavenly Father in the heavens, thank you for giving us the opportunity today um, to see this beautiful day here on earth. Continue to bless us, family, friends, and loved ones with your beautiful word. And wrap your arms around us as we continue to go through um life um happy and healthy um continue to bless us as we go through tragic events um such as this and knowing that um your word and your presence is also powerful um thank you for giving us the um the gift that you give us each and every day which is life and the opportunity to live in it um how we choose to um continue to bless those that are going through any hardships um mental angles anguish and or um, strife and helping them to, again, see the light. Um, continue to bless this young man as he continues to recover um, as you has been doing um, the moment he um, fell to the ground. Um, your, your presence is also powerful and not just his world, but all of our worlds, and we appreciate and thank you for that so please forgive us for all our sins and shortcomings and help us have such a beautiful healthy and prosperous new year in your son's name we pray christ jesus amen so with that being said this is another episode of uncensored minds welcome to episode 113 sit back relax and enjoy the show
1: beautiful prayer now. beautiful beautiful prayer What's up, everybody? As Nail said, welcome to episode 113 of Uncensored Minds. That prayer, I tell you, Nell, No one could have asked in a better way. He is so. Nail is so passionate about things, but he's especially passionate about sports. He's passionate about any. Um, of the players because he know the fight and the struggle that it took for them to get to where they are. So once again, Neil, thank you so much for that prayer. With that being said, for the affirmation, with all of that that is going on, that just happened last Sunday with Damar Hamlin. In the blink of an eye, that what happened to him doesn't happen every day. It doesn't happen very often at all. It's just that one little point someone needs to hit your chest and just that quick heart attack. That's how life is on a daily for us people. Stop holding your feelings in. Stop trying to be what you're not in order to satisfy the outside world. Be what make you happy. Become Your joy. And when you become your joy, that joy will spread. But you cannot become that joy by hiding what you are, hiding how you feel. Go to the ones you love. Reach out to them. And if you have someone that you're having beef with, baby, you better fry that shit up because beef is too high now. Fry that up and let's stir that away. With
0: that, let's get started with Uncensored Mind. KD, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's a beautiful occasion as we continue to go through um our progression here at Uncensored Minds. Um, we always have new and exciting things um that we got going on. And tonight, I need everybody to throw their hearts up from our girl Ish. Why is that? So special is because Isha is running the show tonight. All <laughs> right, here. everybody.
2: Eash,
0: hey Eash, gang. We had to put Ish <laughs> through Alcoholic Anonymous this week to get her sober. Yes. But you know, one of her one of her missions this week on collecting herself is to run the board. So Isha is the engineer tonight. She is the host. She is the mostest. And she we is here. So what's up?
2: what's up everybody happy sunday welcome to the show everybody make sure to like and share the video um i see everybody in the comments kd you look lovely as always what's What's so now my lady so salute salute what's up gang that was a beautiful prayer now thank you so much i know that everyone um really really felt the impact of that so um that was beautiful that you decided to do that um A beautiful prayer. Thank you. Hey, gang, what's going on? Well, I'm just, I'm sharing a post as we speak. And
1: ladies, I see what you said about me. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm too slow with trying to even type thank you. They said that they can't wait until it's my time to
2: run the board. To run the board. I don't
1: (laughs) see it happening.
2: You're gonna you get it, trust me. Trust me, trust I don't you. see it happening. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to do it. I mean, even if we fumble a little bit, you know, we fall down, we get back up. that's there to help us out. Let's, let's go. Exactly. Another
0: real good story in regards to what happened Monday night is, um, Damar Hamlin regained consciousness um, this week. Um, not only did he regain consciousness, but his um neurological functions were unaffected um by his cardiac arrest and him um you know laying there helplessly for for the minutes that he were until he was transported um he is now up he is speaking he is amongst family and loved ones um as he is continuing the process of getting you know back to normal his normal self and this has only re- reaffirmed not reconfirmed reaffirmed God's position in our lives Um, because, you know, the first thing that we do when we are, when we are in the midst of adversities or challenges is, you know, we should be falling to our knees in prayer, but we should be doing that regardless of if we're faced with a challenge or an adversity and should be doing it even when we're in our, in our glory and in our shining moment, right? And our level up. So this right here just goes to show how prayer is is, is definitely needed, but also um, helpful as well. So Again, shout outs to to that young man and his family as he continues to recover. We're all in re, we're all um, in recognition of him with the blue, red, and white. Um, KD has is wearing his number. His number three. Um, oh, maybe, wait a minute! No, no,
1: that's not all.
0: I think she just wanted to show us her butt, y'all.
1: <laughs> I do not,
2: KD. <laughs> hey, hey. hey,
0: Shout out, nice. to Katie. Shout out to Katie, Katie for um for going above and beyond, not only wearing the number three, but actually having his name, you know, what I mean, across her back. So that's what's up. That's dope. And tonight we'll be honoring um Mr. Mr. Hamlin and family, you know, as he continues on his journey. What up, Isha?
2: Yeah, Nice. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. We're gonna definitely hop right into the icebreaker. Y'all ready to get this shit started? Let's Let's get it started, girl. Let's Let's pop off. Let's pop off. Okay, so tonight's icebreaker. Can you hold a conversation? What is your icebreaker? So, I mean, you know, realistically, it takes a lot. You know what I mean? When you're engaging with people. Can you hold a conversation or are you just not saying anything? Is it just dry? Let's talk about it. What's up?
1: Well, I think it depends on what you have in common with the person. Y'all y'all need things in common in order to be able to conversate together. So I think it just depends on what you have in common with the person. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as icebreaker, I'm not going to even lie. I never break the ice. It's always broken with me. I Okay yeah and I, I I need to stop that I know I do but always let the ice be broken with me
2: so he's he's got to come straight from the gate with you yeah and so if if he doesn't what happens?
1: I mean if he doesn't um depending on the setting that we're in you know if it's a setting that we're around each other on a daily, Eventually, you know, I get around to just conversating with him as if conversating with anyone else, because with me, you have to be a friend first before I can feel comfortable. So I guess that would just have to be, I would have to be in a setting with him. If it's somebody I see on the street, I'm not making that move.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So now what you think?
0: You see my eyes?
2: I saw those eyes.
0: My eyes don't lie. But um, let's double back on a point that you had made earlier that you got to have things in common with a person to have a conversation. And I kind of think that's a little jaded, a little little, maybe not so absolutely true. Um, Because what if we don't share the same um, common interests? We still should be able to have a conversation just based upon, you know, Our life events, daily events that goes on in the world. Again, this past week has been an opportunity for us, for those that have no clue or understanding of what football is. But we understand somebody got hurt playing the game. We understand that there's emotions and, and feelings that go along with that because it could have been our son. It could have been our brother. It could have been, you know, our friend. Right. But that sparks conversation and then those conversations can lead to things that you may not never had an interest in and or a common knowledge, right? But the one thing that meshes that all together is the human aspect of what happened and how we as humans um, feel whenever there's something that goes on that hits home, close to home. So those type of things can lead to conversations. Those type of things can open up the door for conversations because, you know, I could tell you, hey, I'm an avid football fan and I watch football all the time. And this is the first time I've ever seen anything that happened like this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you could say, oh, you know what? It's, you know, I might not be a football fan, but this happened to someone in my family who had cardiac arrest and it can just open up the doors to possibilities. Um, But then two, um, as we talked about on our Thursday warm up um sometimes you got to think outside the box Mm
3: -hmm. in order
0: to get an understanding of things that you may not know in order to spark conversations and keep conversations going or to break the ice right and that's how you find out about things that's how you learn your partner that's how you learn your mate by um putting yourself in maybe some uncomfortable situations or learning new things to where you're able to have um, well-versed conversations mm-hmm. so it's not just just to sit in there just fiddling your thumbs and um and yeah and whatever <laughs> you know what i mean or or oh this person ain't interested in me or whatever whatever the case may be that could spark negative thoughts on why you're not communicating effectively
2: yeah absolutely absolutely let's read some of these comments now mm-hmm. angelia says it depends on who i'm talking to some people i can talk to with no problem Then some people, you know, I just freeze up. Do you guys agree that it's the energy that a person might be giving off that will incite either conversation or lack thereof?
1: Absolutely. I never freeze up. If they ever approach me, it's on.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I I would agree with that. Because sometimes, you know, um, you don't know. You typically don't know what to say. Some you may not know what to say in response to um, the way a person is conducting the conversation, Um, and you're waiting for them to make a point so you can then talk back. You know what I mean? Because sometimes there are no points made. There it's just things that said, or you just hold on the phone and you're breathing, or you know it's just oh I just called to say hey type of thing, and that's cool, but in order for there to be back and forth dialogue, it has to be dialogue. It has to be some sort of something that will spark dialogue that will continue with the the conversation for both parties.
2: Right, exactly.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, Taylor may
1: ask, what are the reasons we are quiet? quiet. Well, as Angelina said, you know, sometimes you freeze up, you may um, be so excited about talking to that person That maybe you become nervous at what to say, you know, to Mm -hmm. the person. I mean, that's a lot of women, I think, will freeze up simply because, number one, um, and guys, don't kill me for this, but it's customary that um, the guy will approach the female. So that's one thing right there. Then, number two, you know, you already wanna holler at dude. But you don't know how to go about hollering that dude. So when you do get in there, you freeze up. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, wasn't it enough that I tripped up and said hi to you? I'm interested. Lead the mm-hmm. way. Lead the way. Yeah. All
0: right. So let's stay there. I, so let's stay right I, there, though. I, mm-hmm, let's, go say, ahead. let's say he he, uh, you're waiting for him to approach you and he does approach you and he, and he converses with you but you don't have that type of interest are you not going to continue to steer the conversation in a way where you are getting you know your topics off it doesn't always necessarily have to stop because he's not in very much engaging could can you entertain the conversation so where he picks up on certain things that you may be interested in where you can continue the conversation with oh yeah most definitely i
1: mean you know when when you interested in somebody as long as there's a conversation going you're gonna stay you know like right there in it and try to hang on to the every word that they say as long as you're not too nervous then you can or if you ain't like kd retaining issues but you know you're you're gonna listen i mean anything they say you're gonna listen with interest because the interest is already there
2: right so, Helen asked this question, which is a good one. So, who would initiate that talk further? The one who called or the receiver?
0: I would say typically the caller. I would say
2: typically the caller, typically the the caller calls. Calls.
0: too. So they, they, they they thinking about you or they got you on their mind or something they called for, for. I would think the, the caller is the one that is going to initiate the conversation. You know, you called, my, you like ring, 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 Ish, right. hello? Yeah, like, what's up? say, hello, what's, what's up? up. <laughs> yeah. Then you're going to wait for me to be like, yo, what's going on? What's popping? Did you da-da-da-da? You're waiting for me, the person who called, to explain what was the purpose of my call or to continue one conversation.
2: Right. That's it exactly. Like, I feel like the caller should definitely be the one to, like, lead the conversation. Like, you can't call and just be like, okay, and then expect the other person to talk because... You're calling them. They might not be in the mood to talk at that specific time. You know what I mean? So it's like lead the conversation and then get that other person into that conversation as well. But I want to circle back because I didn't answer on the quiet part. But for me, I don't I'm very silly. So when I'm quiet, I'm not that comfortable around that individual to be my silly self just yet. So I'm never really quiet ever. Like in a conversation, I'm normally yapping. You might have to tell me to shut up one, two, five, six times.
0: (laughs) I'm the impatient one on the phone. I'm the one that's like, What's up? Like, get to the point. What's popping? Like, What is it? What you
1: calling me for?
0: Not even that. Like, I just don't understand the holding of the phone and breathing, like, or. I, I get that you call me. Like I hate when people say I'm, I'm just calling you. I know. That's why I answered. What's up? <laughs> Tell me what's <laughs> right. going on. That way, because I, I can go back and forth with whatever conversation we're going to have. If it's meaningful, if it's if it if it's if it's something that's going to be productive and or if it's something that's going to be something that needs my attention. But don't just but say, if they uh, call you
1: not,
0: now and stop quiet. with the telling me you're calling me. I have seen that. That's why I answered.
1: But if they're calling you and they're quiet, you clearly you know that they that they just want to hear your voice. I mean, because uh, I, I so, noticed what, so, what he so said do you suggest that
0: part can hold
1: a all right conversation. So
0: so this is this is me, this is me going through my learning, right? So if they call and say, I just called, and they're waiting to hear my voice, should I break out in song? Should I just start singing so they can hear? My beautiful voice. No, you're supposed
1: to say, "Great, baby, I'm glad that you want to hear my voice,
0: and I'm so happy
1: to hear your voice." Just respond in a in a positive way. Okay. That's all.
0: So if I okay, let's stay there. Let's. So if I say, "Hey, I'm, hey, I'm glad that you called. Here I am. <laughs> What's next?" <laughs>
1: Well, I'm quite <laughs> sure you would say that cheerfully, that way. but somewhere along in those lines, just that, you know, well, that that's great. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you miss me. I, I miss you as well. Or just something like that. Just don't throw us off. Just, you know, just because it's we not said, throwing you
0: off. But do you hear what you just said? Right. What, what's my customary line? Make it make sense. So you said earlier the gentleman has to initiate the conversation because you typically are not. Right. So if you call my phone, you still want me to initiate the conversation because <laughs> you're not. <laughs> right. Make it makes sense. So you got to have some sort of something <laughs> in order for us to back and forth. Fit. And I'm cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some conversations, it depends on a person too, mm-hmm. right? Because you could call a person and and they can just, start going right into they 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 spill right, right. Mm-hmm. they could go right in like yo did you see this what i just sent you or you know yo check it out i gotta go do that some people just jump right in and some mm-hmm. people don't I, know right. how to jump right in for whatever reason i see a number of different people that's posting comments saying it could be intimidating mm-hmm. um um they might not know the right things to say
2: mm-hmm. The attitude. Break out of that that fear.
0: You got to kind of break out of that fear if you're calling somebody for a purpose. Your purpose in calling that person is to talk to them. Mm
2: -hmm. And you
0: may not be the most expert communicator or be able to articulate yourself as well as the person may want you to, but you got to have some sort of something. You got to have some sort of something in order for the conversation to go however you may need it to go.
1: That's why I say there there has to be some kind of common denominator with the two. They they gotta have something in common. I mean, I don't care if it's just um you you miss each other, you love each other, but you, you gotta have something. You gotta be missing each other the same. Let it be sports, what whatever, but you gotta have something that you both feel the same way about. Otherwise
2: you don't you can't you don't have anything to talk about that's Mm -hmm. not true that's not true so now uh, do you feel like when you i didn't mean to cut you off but do you mm -hmm. feel like staying right there do you feel like that um if you don't that there is always a common ground and then we're going to get to t's tone situation but do you feel like there's always a common ground that can be found in any conversation whether you two necessarily don't have the same say taste in sports or even taste in music do you feel like a common ground can be had somewhere or if you just don't have nothing in common it's nothing in common all the way around the board
0: i i feel like there's some kind of common ground that can be that could be had within any kind of type type of situation right we go to work we have conversations with people that we don't even know that we work with for eight hours and we Mm -hmm. go home so our our loved ones in our, our our homes and we have conversations with them we can have total we can have conversations with total strangers about nothing and and it'd be fine so it's just more or less finding finding that purpose and even if you say i'm just calling to hear your voice what you got going on at that you can ask that simple question and the person can be like oh I, I ain't got too much going on. I think I was going to do this. I was going to do that. That opens the conversation for you really not to say much, but it's sparking mm-hmm. the conversation. Then you can say, oh, shit, that sounds interesting. Let mm-hmm. me know how that go a little later when you finish with it. I'm interested in hearing how that went. Right. Or, you know what, I, ha- I did the same thing. Or I watched the same movie a week ago. You're going to get to the end. It's going to be a cliffhanger now you got now what happens? Something. You're, now you're giving substance to the conversation mm-hmm. and it's not just hey, I just called to hear your voice. What you doing? <laughs> how your day? Mm-hmm. And then after that, after I answer those three pertinent questions, hey, how you doing? I'm all right. What you right. like to do? On my way to work. Or yeah. I'm at- oh, how you feel? I'm cool. Don't be so excited to hear from me, then I know. Oh well, I just called. All right, <laughs> that's cool. But well, that we get that in, in every conversation. Conversation, yeah. That's cool when it's sometimes, but if it's all the time, it gets to it. You'll 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 get that person that's just like, "What's up? What's good?" Right.
2: Like but he let's talk about tone. T says the tone. Yeah, uh-huh. that tone. It was mentioned like tone can kind of set, like whether you're quiet, like can set the tone of the conversation. If a person's tone is off, I guess they're saying that that could set them, the conversation to start off either not good or lack of conversation, or, or is that what you guys are getting from that? When somebody said it's the tone?
1: Well, what I'm, um, well, what T is probably talking about, because we'd be saying, you know, if you come at us too hard, it's the tone that you give. Now, as Nell said, when you call over and you say the same thing over and over, where you're saying the same thing over and over, because you have not advanced from that one thing, but yet you still want to communicate. So that tone tells you because Nell is bored. With hearing the same old thing, which he should be, but that tone tells you that they are bored with you. So you're right. Sometimes it's that tone. And that tone can be anything from a tone of happiness to hear you, hear you, or a tone of, oh my god, you know, this again, or a tone of what the fuck you want. Oh. So yeah. So tone says everything. No, we cannot control your tone T. We are not saying that we cannot control your tone and nobody should be able to control your tone, but your tone is going to dictate to us how to come back at you.
0: Well, or if we're, if we're thinking on the lines of maturity, right? Let's, let's, let's place ourselves out of, take ourselves out of this. I got to be emotional because it didn't go my way. Let's take ourselves out of that and say, damn, could the person, one, be having a bad moment? One, could the per, could I had to court the person at a bad time? Two, could it not be, could it be more what our mind is making up than what the actual person is saying to us? Sometimes we be in our own mental space and we think the person is being rude to us. It might not be. Mm-hmm. We take our feelings and we we exasperate them on the other person because it's easy to and it's and it stifles the the conversation. the The simple thing to ask is, "What are you talking about? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. What's wrong?" And if there's something wrong, the person will say, "I ain't having my best day," or "Nothing is wrong. I'm just I'm just not in the mood," right. or whatever the case may be, but some we got to stop internalizing every little tone and, and, and just be at it for his work. Because sometimes the person could be in a mood, but we can set that mood back off back positive, but just take them somewhere else mentally. And that's right, what we got to start friend. working on. Mm-hmm. Cause we start, we, we said in December, a lot of people said the last week of December, how they want to be better in 2023 than they was in 22 or they want to do things differently now this is the time to look at things from a different perspective and saying you know what instead of me sitting up here over analyzing that person's tone let me figure out what's bothering them right
3: or right. let me
0: switch to something that i know maybe a maybe a hot button that's going to get them to kind of put a little smile on their voice
2: mm-hmm.
0: or let me just call them back at a
2: better call time them back. right right so, boss man got a couple questions in the comments, y'all. He said, "One, so if my tone is off, do you forget or get quiet about what you wanted to talk about?"
0: Oh, fuck that! I'm running right through the. Run, I'm running right through the red lights. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, 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 me too. My, me too. My my, my, my my level of bullshit is, is very high. I'm with it. So, if your tone is dead, I'm like, "Yo, what's up? What's, you are right? you cool? What's wrong?" If you tell me nothing. I'm a, I am must assume it's nothing. I gave you right. the opportunity to tell me if it's something bothering you. If you don't tell me, that's on you. Too bad, so sad. Right. But if you tell me, then we can kind of talk about it, which is going to spark a conversation.
4: Right. I'm not
0: going to forget about the things I called about because I need to get the things I called about off my damn chest. I'm oh, I might it. forget.
1: I, I mean, I, don't, I won't forget it, but I'll forget about even talking about it. So mm-hmm. I, I guess that would go in the category of get quiet because I, I if I hear that tone, you don't want to be bothered. I'm not gonna bother you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Janine says when you're dealing with a person who has an aggressive tone all the time, it's not easy to 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 deal. And, and that's, then that's I, I would true, agree Jeanine. with that. That's yeah, true.
0: I'm agree hundred percent because I'm one of those aggressive, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm one of those aggressive ones that have an aggressive personality i have aggressive tones at times i i I may not quote unquote be the easiest person sometimes to talk to i get it and when you understand that you start to make the changes but then too as my person it could be family friend or loved one there's certain things that you know your person for the dealing with if it's nonsense and bullshit, and they at work, say that shit to when they get home. If- so now, are you aggressive
2: just like regularly? Like, if somebody's talking to you regular, or are you only aggressive
0: when you're triggered? Yeah, when I'm triggered, I'm you not. Know, I'm not. I'm not a, I'm not a monster twenty four hours a day. <laughs> I'm a monster, but I ain't a monster all the time. It's that's 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 tiring. It's 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 not real. It may seem like that when when a person is trying to talk to you. But you gotta understand, too. A person has their own triggers, right? Mm-hmm. Be a good, bad, or indifferent. A person has them has has their triggers, and if you're coming at them with nonsense that could wait for a better time, or whatever, then you gotta expect you gotta expect that back. You can't you can't like this is what I tell people. You can't shoot at me and then think that i'm just supposed to put my arms around you and hug you i'm i am going to but i'm gonna take a couple shots back right and that's not me being petty that's not me trying to be you know whatever it's just sometimes our mental makeup now i'm learning to say you know what fuck it let that person have that moment i'm gonna choose i'm gonna tell them i'm not dealing with the nonsense hit me back when you offer that Mm-hmm. but if they don't understand and they want to keep it going, then that's when we're going to keep it going. Right. But if they let me, if they, if they give us that out, then I realize, they realize, and I realize that they not with the smoke and they, I'm not with the smoke. And we right. can figure it out at the point when we both can be cool with it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Now, Angelia says, you're actually a very good conversationalist, even when it's a child. So
0: thank that's you, good. You, thank you. That's Thank it. you. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Appreciate the compliment.
2: So I mean, KD, like, how do you feel? Um
0: oh, go back to let's put up Janine's comment. I want to uh, address that. The
2: the aggression. The... Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So what Janine says when when you're dealing with a person who has aggressive tones all the time, it's not easy to um to, to deal. That one plus the other one when she says, that aggressive that aggressive shuts down that's why i'm texting that hit me to my core reason why i say that hit me to my core is because i'm not a person who does texting real well i feel like it's a cop out i feel like you get all your shit off and then don't want to address the shit that you got off
3: mm-hmm.
0: And you wanna hide behind those words. And it's cool if you say the aggressive tone or the aggressiveness bothers you, that's why you text it. But do you understand, you give aggressiveness off through text as well. So you're not exonerated from an aggressor either. People say a lot of words and put them in black and white and hide behind that and don't stand on it. And then when somebody checks them, it's, oh, well, you're being aggressive. But what is it that you've done to make me get to that point? What is it that you said that put, put us in that situation?
1: Now, so with we got to understand them. certain
0: times that you can't just say what you want to say to people and think that nobody can't say it back to you the way that they want to say it back to you.
1: Now, you mentioned they hide behind the words and text. I don't agree with that, simply because you have it in black and white. Words will never go away they text because they feel like that's the only way they get a chance to get their words out, their feelings out, because the aggression that they are met with in a phone call um, that can make them too nervous to get the words out. They can't think, they can't formulate. So then they revert back. And then when they're able to formulate and think, they figure the best way that they can do it is through a text. So, so what happens y'all don't read person, those
0: texts. So cool. What happens if the other person is not going to engage in that text and in, in that form of communication?
1: And that is fine. E- eventually that's just going to be a relationship. That's just what the other way. I mean, right. Cause I was going to say, there's what, no communication.
2: Right. Yeah. What happens then? Cause if I can't communicate with you verbally yeah, and then the texts are say a misconstrued or, Whatever the case may be, then how are we effectively communicating? You're not.
0: Like, so
2: eventually,
4: eventually
0: what that, happens? To so, so, so you're saying that a person, so, in order for us to communicate effectively, I gotta go back and forth with you through text.
2: No, no, you're not. Just a some form.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So just, right, just so, come come
1: back with the phone
0: call. I've been accused of this. I've been accused mm-hmm. of. You're only entertaining, or you're only responding back to certain parts of the text, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm not gonna. I I I can't respond back to every sentence or every 100 bullet points that you had. If I respond back to something, I respond back to something. So if you so this is where we say make it make sense. If you want me to address everything you say, I'm telling you how I communicate. Mm-hmm. Call me. Are you, you one of you those
2: know people that, that
0: communicate through... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm. I'm. I'm I, the reason why I say call me is we can address everything you say. Even if it gets... Even if the conversation gets heated, we still want to address everything that you said. And hopefully after that heated discussion that we both can have, we'll find common ground and say, you make a good point. All right, I'm going to look at that and see and I'm going to do that. Or... I hear what you're saying. Now, let me institute that or let me change that or let me figure it out. But give me the opportunity to explain it or to to, to understand it in my form of communication. Don't just don't just throw your way on me and say, this is how you got to deal. That's not fair. Right. What was you going to say each?
2: Um, no, I was basically going to say, like, you can communicate through being aggravated or your aggression. Can you can you complete the test while you're angry? I can do a lot. The, yeah. The reason that I asked that is because you were saying, like, you didn't hit all of the bullet points on, say, text messages. So you mm-hmm. get, you know, a paragraph maybe and it would be tackling certain things and you will only respond to certain things. So if they can't communicate that to you through the aggression or just the being aggravated and then it's not addressed in the text messages, where does it come to fruition? Where does well, it come? For
0: me, in? for me, I can speak for myself and I'm gonna always speak for myself. When I call somebody, like, let's say I get a, I, I get a book, a text message that's a book, right? I see it and I know, it, I know what the tone is. I see it. The best, the first thing that I'm going to do, I'm going to write what you're talking about. But more importantly, I'm probably going to call and say, what are you talking about? You know why I ask that first before I jump out the window or before I become the Incredible Hulk or before we have anything, any words that come out of my mouth entertaining that? I am giving you the opportunity to tell no what you're talking about i'm giving you the floor so if you got any issues you got anything you want to say i'm giving you that space to tell me what you're talking about if you choose not to again that's on you because i'm giving you the floor regardless of however the however the tone the aggression or however it is that the conversation may go I am giving you the lane to tell me exactly how you want to start the conversation off. So you can't say, I ain't let you have your, I ain't let you have your moment. Oh, you're not listening. Oh, you didn't hear nothing I said. The moment I ask you what you're talking about is the moment you should be able to explain to me what you said in that text. If you can't, then whose fault is that?
1: so in, in what tone are you saying that now that's what oh, you mean just again saying. didn't you say five
0: minutes ago that you can't <laughs> control somebody's tone exactly no she just sent that in- text message right mm-hmm. so i if i no, i'm gonna ask you off rip see this is the thing when you talk to when, when somebody send you something and you call them back nine times out of ten they're not going to answer because they already know that they sent you something that no you calling for you calling for a reason Right? So already they thinking negatively. Right? Two, if I ask you, well, what you talking about? And you respond, well, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. Instead of just coming off saying, like, if if I call somebody, I ain't got time for the ring around the rosy shit. I'm right to the facts. I'm right to the point. Boom, 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 boom. Because I don't have time for the fluff. And neither do you. And the problem that we got that we need to address ain't going to get fixed by fluffing it up. So let's get right to it. So if I call you and say, well, what you talking about? And you say, you know, I'm talking about nothing or I ain't, I ain't, I ain't entertaining that thing. Who's who is who is not fulfilling their own needs? You not. And we Mm -hmm. get super, we get super. We'll put people on boxes. Oh, that person is aggressive. Oh, that person is hard to deal with and hard to talk to. Oh, that person is this, that, and the third. But when you ask, one something? Am I hard to talk to or deal with? When, when, when shit going right and everything is cool, am I hard to talk to or deal with? I'm only hard, in talk, I'm only hard in, in, in to deal with and hard to talk to when there's a beef or there's an issue. Or when you don't want to hear my, necessarily hear my side of the story or hear my opinion about what you're asking me. Because if you didn't want to hear my side, then don't even say nothing to me at all about it.
1: What's up, Prophet? Yes, sir.
2: What's up? What's up, What's up man? How's What's your take on it? How's I'm doing so far? First,
5: <laughs> you good? <laughs> you good? I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna like <laughs> episode 113. How's everybody doing? It's going oh, big.
3: Hold on, hold, hold on, on, hold, hold, on. Hold, hold
5: on, <laughs> hold on, hold on hold on now because I, I'm gonna I'm give you some Bell but give me a second hold on hold on now. first I want to say um shout out to Nell and shout out to my brother Chris on Wednesday we had a good Teller Me Kicks episode for those who haven't seen that check out Teller Me Kicks on Wednesday we give out information you know I have this problem with people who are comfortable in being ignorant <laughs> that, that, that like pisses me off that comfortability and ignorance is, is like learn something people Jesus Christ you can't just be satisfied in your own ways you have to continue mm-hmm. to learn and grow as a person tackle on new things as isha's is working the board tonight learn some shit people yeah. it only helps you help-
1: have to learn I can't you want them to learn I don't care what you learn learn something. But, okay. Well, what if they learn things that interest them, but it just don't interest right. you? So That's you don't cool. know what they learned. It? That's cool, Katie.
5: Tell me what you learned. That's all I say. <laughs> learn <laughs> something. It don't gotta be the shit that I like or the shit mm-hmm. that I'm interested in. What I'm talking about is the people that ain't learning nothing. <laughs> 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 it, it ain't got nothing to do with the shit that I like. Just learn mm-hmm. something,
2: people. <laughs> learn something. That should be a part of the daily routine. I learn one new thing every day, even if it's a new word. Right. Like I, I make it a point, like to find something, even the smallest, most minuscule thing. I find right. like, I don't know, a fun fact, a, a a word, something. You should always be feeding your brain, like all the time, and even more so when you're with a partner or you know, learning your partner. You should be learning things not only just individually but together.
0: All right, now, but you- two, Go ahead,
2: now.
0: if you're interested in a person, why are you closing your mind to right. possibilities of things that you can learn to help you grow closer to your mate? Right.
5: If you're my person, I want to know all the shit that you like, and I'm going to be interested in all the shit that you like. Even if I don't like it per se, I'm going to learn about it just so I can get closer to you, so I can understand right. you. When you sit there and be like, "I don't give a fuck," that's what you like, and go ahead about your business, then you open so you open yourself up to other shit. But that's a whole other conversation. But now, on that tone, conversation, lady, you cannot get quiet or forget your point just because the the guy, or even if it's the female that you're calling, has a negative tone. You still have to say whatever you came to say.
1: It's not forgetting the point, it's just forgetting sharing it with you. But that's it's not then, what you forget. Then, the porn. then what did you call me for? Then? Well, you it's losing their fizzle. But once we were right. met with that tone, we figured you don't give a fuck. Katie ain't gonna sit around and K-D. give a fuck. Oh, hold on now, hold on now,
5: Katie. I ain't stand nothing. It's not that I don't give a fuck, <laughs> it's that I have other things going on.
1: But your tone oh, tells oh, us.
5: Whoa, okay. They, it don't matter what my tone is. Say what the fuck you gotta say. Are you a child? <laughs> that's what children do. With children, shut up when you yell at them and don't say the shit that they what. You're a fucking grown up.
1: Speak. But mm-hmm. sometimes that grown up may be walking away to keep from escalating a problem. Yeah, and I know. Like, I, yeah. I do that a lot. Cool. That's I do not, that not lot. nothing
0: wrong with walking. You away gotta walk away to keep to, from to escalating. Say, to, there's nothing wrong with walking away to save a to save face. And, and continue it at another time when you're able to equally be be, be, be open to the, the possibilities of having a conversation. But mm-hmm. you got to stop trying to dictate right. the way a person responds that makes it comfortable for you.
3: Right. right.
0: That's not a genuine conversation. Because gotta, if we're controlling the narrative. No, if they got a fucking attitude and
5: it's their time of the month, whatever, whatever. You think I'm going to be like. No, nah, I I'm hungry, but I ain't gonna say nothing because you know it's her time of the month, and I don't want her to snap. No, I'm gonna be like I'm fucking hungry. What the fuck
2: you gonna do to me? Yeah. <laughs> what the
5: fuck is wrong with y'all? Fucking speak, man.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, so I, does I just,
2: that I, irritate I, y'all? Like us? Like the women not speaking when yeah. they're feeling like stifled in a sense? And I'm gonna yeah. say stifled because.
5: That is is irritating because it's not helping us progress as a a couple, as a unit. It's not helping us move forward as a unit if you're not saying the shit that's on your mind or in your heart because you're afraid of how I'm going to react. If you have something on your mind or in your heart that you need to get out, you got to get that shit out no matter what my response is going to be because you holding that
1: shit in is not doing none of us no good. But what if every time they come to you, they're met with the same tone? It don't matter, KD. Yeah, because that would get old. KD, that tone don't matter. You got, I don't care if your tone is
5: nasty as fuck every day. If I got something to say, you think I'm be like, nah, I ain't You're saying You better it. than me. <laughs> you I it as no, I'm nasty everything. No, I'm fucking saying things. whatever the fuck I got to say. I don't give a fuck what your tone is. <laughs> yeah, I, I
2: feel mm-hmm. like that's how I, I feel like you can you have to know the person that you're communicating with. Like, you yeah. have to know if that's a possibility or not. Because sometimes, you know, you are going to shut up so that it does not escalate. And then there's other times wait, where, wait. you know... Hold on, mm-hmm.
5: that's some fear shit. So if you're in fear of the person that you're talking to, you're talking to the wrong motherfucker.
3: <laughs> that's you're, true. If you're in fear this shit
5: is going to escalate to a different point, you're talking to the wrong person.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's right.
5: Yeah.
2: I agree. But I mean, you know, all the time it's not
1: like easy to talk to, ladies. We're not saying that. Please don't get it wrong. We're not saying that Nail RT is not easy to talk to. We're saying in general.
0: No, no, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to stand on 10 toes here. I'm going to stand here and I'm going to own my own. I'm going to own my truth. And I will say, yes, I do have aggressive tendencies sometimes in conversations. Why? Because I don't deal well with nonsense. That's what I don't don't deal well.
5: question ain't gonna be aggressive, but I will laugh at you because you said some dumb shit.
0: I don't deal well (laughs) with negativity. Just fucking say whatever you have to say. Yo, and you know what? This is the thing. This is the thing. I allow people to have their feelings and say what they wanna say. You can say what you wanna say, but please understand. That I can say what I want to say, too, within reason, right? And we can have that tug of war because what's under, hopefully what's going on in that tug of war is we're outlining the problem. I'm hearing you. You're hearing me. We're hearing each other. Tones. I don't care about that tone because I am listening to what the person is saying because I'm able to regurgitate my feelings or my opinion on that matter back to you. So I'm hearing you and I'm understanding. At the end of the conversation, I'm internalizing that and I am going to move accordingly. So please don't take the aggressiveness. Don't take whatever the conversation lends itself to me not listening because damn it, I'm listening. I'm hearing you and I'm accepting of that. Hold on, hold on now. I'm just saying, just talk to me. You However, you in, want to talk to me. Just talk to me, back up? But talk to me.
5: The nonsense comment. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It may be. It may be nonsense to me, and it may be everything to you. What I'm saying is, even if I laugh at you, and you're you're taking it as I'm making a joke of you, I'm still listening. Yeah. Like because I'm laughing and making a joke or whatever, I'm still listening. You have to still get mm-hmm. out what you
0: came to say. Absolutely. Because the same way, the same way y'all say oh, I shut down when the tone is not represent, representing the way it, my feelings wanted to be represented at that moment. I'm still listening regardless if, if it's nonsense or not. I'm still entertaining it. So right. I, can, I, I can think anything is nonsense. So even if you say it and I feel like it's nonsense, I'm still listening and I have the right to feel how I want to feel about the right. information that's being thrown at me and how I'm internalizing it. But the thing about it is, give me the opportunity to hear it. If you choose not to speak it because you're in fear of the tone or you're in fear of anything, we're hurting ourselves. And But I will say this. I will say this. There comes a time when there's a maturation process that takes place. And you realize within yourself, damn, I need to be a little softer. I don't have to make this a war. Wait a minute, no. I can't. So I can't laugh. You can laugh. <laughs> I'm on my own, right? I, I can understand where I, where I say, you know what? Every interaction doesn't have to be aggressive. We may have had our aggressive moment here, but now I get it. Because this is where consciousness kicks in. I have a conscience as well as feelings for you being my lover, my friend, and or family. I, will, I say, we had that aggressive moment. Now here's the time when we now need to get to an understanding of what's going to make it better. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's when you start to get the conversations where it's all right, cool. We had that moment. We had the the fight to drag out shit. People said what they said. I said what I said, whatever. But here comes the tender side that I have as well that says, all right, we had that moment. What are we going to do about it? All right. And now we should be a mature adults and say, damn he at least came to me and said, What are we going to do about it? Let me explain what my what my needs are. And if he's willing to listen to me tell me tell him what I need, he's and he's he's willing to do the things that I need him to do, and vice versa. So, yes, a person can be aggressive, a person can have their ways about them, but if they double back and allow you to have that moment of. Fixing whatever needs to be fixed, then we gotta. That's where we need to find a common ground at. And if not, then you're. Are you true? Are you being true to yourself? That's why I said people can't throw shots, and think people can't. People not going to throw shots back. But
1: and that that's, yeah, that's where the I'm trouble like. come in. That's why. Some of them will walk away because... Hold on, Katie. Why is that trouble? Because
5: you wanted to throw shots and then you went
1: Well, that's, to... that's what I'm <laughs> saying. When you throw in hold shot... On. Hold on, Katie. So you wanted me not to say nothing after you threw your shots? Okay, well, shot. first of all, T, if I'm throwing a shot, if I come at you throwing a shot, I'm throwing a shot because I feel like that's a problem. Right. It's not going to fix the problem if I throw a shot, you throw a shot, I, you, I'm going to throw a shot back. That's just going to, again... That's escalate not, that's the true. That's not now true. back to your laughing part that's not necessarily true kd now back to the laughing part i could i could actually accept the laughter because no you believe couldn't. it or not even though well, you you're looking at I, I, I guarantee you, you could that yeah, laughter i guarantee you,
0: you, couldn't. <laughs> I guarantee you I couldn't, could because you're going you know because what the first that, thing you're gonna think that is laughter, oh i'm a joke
1: that, that laughter could turn it into a joke in the moment mm-hmm. to where we can mm-hmm. both you know
5: like,
0: yeah. it, it could lighten the mood. I call cat. I call cat. I mean, because that does happen, though. The first happen, thing, that, the first thing that y'all gonna to say to us it. if we start laughing when you say something is, are you, oh, you finding funny or oh, I'm a right. joke? Right. Oh, you don't take nothing serious. That's right. what it's gonna be. It ain't gonna be... <laughs> He's so fucking crazy. Right. No, you're but not that, gonna look at what you're laughing. You. laughing. you already... I now. women. Now, I already to told you this, say that, KD, you already... Not at all. That when you when you coming from an emotional place a wow. thousand times.
5: Hold on, hold on, now. hold on now, KD. When my son is having his anxiety issues, I'm always fucking laughing, <laughs> and I'm not. It's not that I'm not taking him seriously.
1: That's just my personality. That's just how yeah, I. Yeah, and, and I do agree with that. That that. I'm still, still you learning your personality. That's what I'm we saying. We know your personality
5: i'm still yeah. listening to him and i'm still you know taking it what he's saying and i'm still calculating how to fix the problem but i am gonna fucking laugh because that's my personality
2: when well, i think too is all of depends on how the person is is how they are a receiver like some people might not be able to roll with those punches like some people just have a softer disposition and they're just the, the, the laughter, the the harsh words or the harsh delivery, like they just might not be built for some receiving it that way. You know what I mean? It don't always mean necessarily that, you know, your laughter is malicious, but right. that person just might be so sensitive that they just can't accept it the way that it's really. So, I got,
5: so I got a question. So if I'm talking to somebody that's sensitive, am I supposed to um, cater my personality to them?
1: If you want that person in your life and you know that's what it takes. Really? <laughs> that no, again, if <laughs> you want that person in your life and you know that's what it takes to get inside. These, then these, yes. These
5: are people in my life. These are family members, KD. So they're in my life regardless. So now am I supposed to cater my personality to make you feel better? That's what
1: I'm asking. No, because they, they already know how you are, so no. That's what I'm saying. All right. Right. If they know and
2: you, they
1: know if, you. Mm-hmm. I mean, then, and I feel and, like
2: the right person. And I agree with KD. I feel like the right person is going. Even, even speaking of family, but then even speaking of relationships. Like I feel like once the person knows you and learns you, they're going to understand you more and more. They're going to understand that some of your sarcastic comments or your aggression, now is not in a bad space in a place. Mm-hmm. It is who you are, and then they are, you know. Come into a happy medium and communicating with you.
5: Hmm. Um. So, th- so this is a thing that I do have. I do go through with my son. You know, sometimes even him or my daughter, or maybe even other people outside of them, may say, "I'm not. I don't tell you certain things, or I don't always come to you first because I feel like you're going to laugh at me." And i will be like, "At some point, you're going to have to come to me, regardless." <laughs> so. <laughs> If you, if once you get past the laughter shit, I help you. Right. And they'd be like, yeah. So what the fuck is the problem? <laughs> get over your sensitive asses.
0: <laughs> I agree with that. I'm going to second that because I heard somebody that was near and dear to me, love the dove, tell me that they feel uncomfortable talking to me. Right. And, and, and I chuckle at that every time I hear that. And you know why I chuckle at that is because I've put I've taken that person out of situations or put them in situations that they haven't that they never experienced before, which were positive experiences, life-changing experiences, things that if I had harm, you would never have experienced. So to hear that, knowing what the real truth is, it it it's 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 bothersome because it's like, do you not see and feel, do you not see? Or understand all the things that right. you experience with, right. but you don't. Ha- you, you feel uncomfortable talking, and I internalize that, right? I internalize that because we always want to make sure that we're 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 uh, especially people that care are able. You know, p- our people can come to them and, and to us and talk to us all the time. Feel safe around us. Be comfortable. Um, and when you hear things like that from people that you love it's it's difficult to hear but then two it's funny to hear as well when you know what reality really really is and putting them in situations that has changed their lives for the better <laughs> right so it just it's 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 a double-edged sword but um what I say to people is this right everybody has their makeups Right. Everybody has something that the next person ain't always going to be in agreement with and or tolerant of at all points. But it always goes back to this to this one sentence that we utter all the time here, especially the, the gentleman of the show is if you like that person or love that person. Figure it out. Don't just be ready to jump ship. Because sometimes a person can be doing their own internal investigation on the things that you've brought to them or even trying to change their ways. And it's a slow, gradual process for some. And it's mm-hmm. a slap of the finger for some as well. But a person who's willing to make the change and, is, and, is, and, and wants to make the change is going to change when they are ready to because you tell them to, but that doesn't mean that they're not working on it. So if you love a person and you care about that person, give that person their time to figure it out. And when they get that time, I guarantee you, when, 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 once you see it, you'll start to be able to appreciate it, be genuine. It's not contrived because you made them do it or they're conforming based upon what you said your feelings or emotion was, they actually are changing for the betterment of them, which is also going better you. So, you know, look at things from that perspective and stop looking at everything that's going to hurt you or everything needs you to run away from it immediately. Because it's not always the case.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The dog needs to go or get in, go. She you want to
1: get in, (laughs) turn down, break in, move.
5: No, we, we we have to we have to move on. Um this is episode one thirteen, everybody. This uh episode is strictly called the podcast about nothing. Who so, does anybody know what that symbolizes?
0: <laughs> we freestyling.
5: Freestyling. <laughs> no, I, I specifically put nothing that, in
2: Pacific. No, no,
5: I specifically put that on the banner for a reason with the logo placed in a certain way. Do y'all know where that comes from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where
1: what come comes from the logo seinfeld.
5: it comes from seinfeld what does it mean though
0: um actually, and actually is what's the name's album cover as well uh,
5: wale's wilde. so, cover letter wale's wilde. cover mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm. what i mean the theory See, i never watched
2: seinfeld so right. i already automatically said wale i've watched it before
0: wale but wale named his album you what know, does a, that mean katie album about nothing
1: I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. What? The long- <laughs> Where's this? the podcast about nothing? What does that mean? Oh, it just means we just shoot the shit.
5: No, it's an oxymoron. Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Nothing, it, but, it, everything. Right. nothing
0: <laughs> but everything. Right. It's, it, it it's going to cover everything. We're going to All talk right. about everything tonight. So like, y'all can do- put some yeah.
5: topics or questions in the chat as well we're going to spin off into different things and just talk about whatever's on anybody's mind or whatever comes about
0: and that's what uh, episode 113 is. With. So, I have a question. Mm-hmm. I was I've been doing homework, I've been doing research, I've been I'm getting ready. I got ready for tonight and I have some questions tonight that has to do with a little bit about yeah. everything about nothing. Is it true that men love unconditionally and women love on conditions? I was watching this podcast today and a, a, a guy said, men love unconditionally where a woman's love comes when her conditions are met. How do y'all feel about that?
1: Hmm. But y'all love unconditionally. I don't quite agree with
0: that. Um, I do you not agree with that because it sounds negative? and it doesn't and you think it paints the women i'm
1: just saying it's not realistic because everyone loves conditionally um
5: so do you so so katie so the question is do you think a man will be with a woman that's not servicing him or doing anything for him before a woman
1: would be with a man which one which one do you think will, will go first? I mean, if, if that man is not getting anything from that woman, he's not gonna stay with her. False. I don't that's, think that's, no. that's not false. true at all. False.
2: <laughs> that's false? false. Yes, that's false. <laughs> they're they gonna stay, KD. They're gonna stay, but they're gonna go out and get their dicks up. Not
0: necessarily. Right? Um, that's just,
2: that's, right. It. that's right, it. Right. 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 So not we're, necessarily. Not leave
0: y'all, we're not gonna leave y'all
3: though. Not,
5: not, necessarily. Y'all, though. not, necessarily.
0: not y'all, though. necessarily. Now al- now. The reason why I ask this question, because it's one of those things that split the the genders right down the middle. You're going to have women on on one side saying, hell no, men no, we don't love with conditions and men don't love unconditionally. And then you have men, on the other hand, who knows what it feels and looks like for us to love. But also us needing to be a certain thing for our women in order for them to step and being in love with us, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a fun fact. A lot of the things that we bring to you, we like to bring factual information. I know I do. 80% of divorces are initiated by women. Why? Really? Because when their conditions are not being met, they, out. they tend to want to leave. And see, I will agree
1: with that, but I think that it's that way because... Women will leave before a man because the man always say it's cheaper to keep her number one. So they don't want to make change. They would rather just stay there in the marriage and go outside and get their dick soaked somewhere. Let's let's, not, let's get off the dick
3: stuff let's get off the
1: dick <laughs> up.
0: <That's not> <laughs> let's stop paint, let's stop us as dick monsters like dick suck <laughs> monsters that's not all we are it's just right. Right. With being, like, dick okay. Like, okay so
1: okay. But basically either way well, I think that the man will stay in it more because they are they are that that's their family they don't want to break away from the norm where? Whereas a female would get tired of not feeling the love, not
0: feeling the But I also So you're proving the point. That's the condition. No, that
2: no, no, but wait. No, but wait. I also anything? but but here's two, KD. I also feel like women. Like, think about how long it is before we actually remove ourselves from any situation. Yeah, like, think exactly. about how long it is that we we continue to deal with shit that's not meeting our conditions. Exactly. And, and I'm not talking about long six months or a year or two years, years. Or whatever the case may be. I'm talking mm-hmm. about years. I'm talking about women that stay in situations maybe 10, 15 years before they ha- are met with the, I can't do any more of my conditions mm-hmm. not being met. So I do understand that women, we definitely... Chuck up the deuces and we definitely be ready to dip, but how long before that had we been dealing exactly. with those how lack of conditions? Take. So we had to take that into consideration
0: too. Absolutely. That that there are great points, each I I I I I can appreciate your point, right? Let's stay there. What happens if a man walks out because he's tired and he's not fulfilled? And he's been putting up with things and he's been he's still like he's been mistreated and he's been lied to and whatever the case may be. And he walks out on his relationship. Will he be looked at as no good or will he be looked at as being strong because he left something that wasn't fulfilling to him?
1: wait a minute i think that depends on what he wait, left wait wait a minute Does cynthia just say she don't love her kids
5: unconditionally
1: i, wait. <laughs> I, I think that depends on what he left now no, hold on katie cynthia is in the comments saying that she doesn't love her kids
2: unconditionally. <laughs> right so is she saying she doesn't because god does
1: Right. And they no, loved, what, I, and I understand is. exactly what Cynthia is saying and what I agree with you 100% about. <laughs> Cynthia she's what? not saying she don't love them, she's saying that no, they come with said, I, you love your kids unconditionally Katie what the fuck are we well talking? yeah you're gonna love them yeah. <laughs> but um I think what Cynthia mean is that you're still gonna see their faults and God doesn't See our faults. Now he does see faults, but I, 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 I get what, you're what unconditionally
5: means, K.D. It made you love even with the fault, right? So you do right. love them unconditionally,
2: <laughs> what well, the most, most people right. of do. But she's saying, but Cynthia's saying, only God loves unconditionally. So placing, yeah. I guess she's saying, placing it on a human is unfair because only God does.
5: I don't believe that because there's certain people that you love that do do dirty shit to you all the time, and you still love them, yeah.
2: You, you gotta them. love
1: them regardless, All right. yeah, mm-hmm. through the flaws and everything.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the next question, though? So my next question, and, and it's a, um, still a part to that, is who has commitment issues? Then men, men. Can First. you explain? Can you explain why why men have commitment issues? I
1: think it scares
0: them I to know be conditions y'all got with y'all kids, but go ahead,
1: Kate. <laughs> I, I think it scares um a single man to um to think of being with only one woman. What? You know, That's- if they really get into commitment and not go in it with thinking, okay, you know, even though I'm committed to this one, I'm still gonna step out. If you go in with a true commitment, can
5: I can I can I, can I, I think can-
1: it scares you. And I speak
5: on this K D. First of all, nothing sure. that you little fucking women do scare me. And secondly, <laughs> secondly, we don't go in thinking that uh, that one woman cannot, you know, suffice. It's the consistency of that woman. It's the it's the she she's in her emotions, so now she don't feel like saying hi to me today. I'm not like, got time for that shit. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not a commitment issue. It's a consistency issue
1: right I stand corrected yeah <laughs> I stand corrected yeah so. but
2: that's and I would say that it's men though even still just with that piece of bit of information that's right. I what I feel like um holds back from the man saying first hey listen you know I want to commit to you and I want you to be my one and
0: only now and does the, does does a woman's commitment to a relationship come with stipulations Because if it comes with stipulations, then there's issue with that. What do you mean stipulations? In order Uh, for me to commit to you, you got to show me that you're a stand-up guy. In order for me to commit to this relationship, you got to show me that you're my protector and my provider. In order for me to commit to being in a relationship with you, you have to show me that you're worth something for me.
1: Well, that's just showing them that they can trust you. I mean, if if that's what it takes for them to feel... The I
2: trust, then, yeah.
5: That's screaming gold digger, but
2: um, go ahead. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> it's not gold digger. Not, not, gold, digger. not. <laughs> not gold
1: digger. That's so not a gold does digger.
2: Does that not...
1: Because I'm quite so, sure that they're taking care of themselves before they even meet the person, but so, they want to know. I mean...
0: So does that So does that still add, add fire to the claim that there are commitment issues on both men and women? And not yeah. just... Yeah, because there's, the commitment, easy there's, thing,
3: there's
5: commitment issues. There's commitment issues on both. On I both. would say that I would say that men do have more uh commitment issues than women, because women are are easier that they they easier commit. But men, don't, it's not out of fair that men are not committing. I
0: don't it's know what Diana's of, saying. That's it, not it's, unconditional. It's,
5: of, it's like it's out of greed. It's out of a lot of different shit. It's not out of fair though. No. Yeah,
0: I don't know what that means. Well, I would say Diana, that's not that unconditional. I didn't say conditional. I, said, <laughs> I mean unconditional. I said our commitment issues. are both right. sides. Who who has commitment issues? Right. Well, uh, the, the vast me, majority. Yeah. The moment you ask those questions, the first thing a person will say are, uh, is men, men. Yeah. and not necessarily true. I would actually mm-hmm. take the, the the road of we women highlighted where men have commitment issues, and men have highlighted the the the, the, the aspirations of women having um commitment issues, and it's a both, it's both. It's not just one. Both parties have commitment issues, whether it be, whether it be understood or not. You know, mm-hmm. the, when we get out of that, man, that finger pointing, the first time we the, a question is asked, instead of us digesting that question, letting it sit on our minds and then allowing it to come off our tongues, the first thing that we are do is we'll finger point first. Why? It's because it's easy to do instead of internalizing yeah. and saying, shit, I got some issues with myself. Yeah, I got yeah. some commitment issues. I'm not committing to this person unless I see that they that they can do this and that and they can bring this to the table and they can do that and they can do that, right? That's mm-hmm. both parties. But when you solely will shoot right off the hip and say, oh, hold women, on, hold on, hold on.
5: Hold on now. Is that a commitment issue or is that you're not qualified for this position?
0: not qualified right you're not not qualified qualified, right there's qualifications that you need to have yeah that doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. mean commitment issues but a woman highlight where men have commitment issues here we highlight the fact that women have commitment issues here and we don't hear each other right Right? we don't hear each other all we hear is men women no that's not true it goes both ways we'll throw out all these innuendos before we listen to what it really is that the parties are both saying right. and we can dispel those, those issues because we now starting to hear what both parties have to say. Uh, yeah.
2: So Lynette Hardy says, no, those things that you listed are not commitment issues. They're standards.
0: Absolutely. And I agree with you, Lynette. I agree with you. Those things are not commitment issues. Those are standards that we that you as a person have to have and have to be able to stand on, right? You have to be able to um, if this person says, these are my standards and I am not going forward with you with it and with you no further, unless you have these things, absolutely there are standards. And we we should be living by these standards. We should be living by these things. And we should be also hearing exactly what that person needs if they're telling it to you and saying, and, and, and moving in accordance. I had to learn the hard way, right? We, if you're willing to understand your mistakes, you have to you have to be willing to say, shit. There's certain things that I've done in relationships, current relationship, prior relationships, that was the reason why it is no longer or it's the way it is, right? Right. I wasn't living up to her standards. Or even my own standards. I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do. That's just, that's and then, just
5: accountability now. That's just accountability if you have to be accountable.
0: But not only accountability now, you have to you have to put those things into play. You if, if you say this is the way you want to live, you gotta live that shit. And the harsh yeah. reality is certain situations will be put first in front of us and it makes us grow <laughs> up real quick. And you're yeah. like, damn, I should have did that. And you're trying to double back because you realize the error in your ways. And you say you know what I need to I need to do can these very things
5: can we look at uh Cynthia's trust issue uh John because she said oh, she- be-
0: before we do that I love the fact that we got a lot of new names right mm-hmm. here we got a lot mm-hmm. of new names thank you Lynette um and I know these there's certain people that have been watching this and that don't comment right. but thank you Lynette thank you Myla. thank you to JC Thank you to all the people that's coming on here and, and entertaining these topics with us tonight. We, we totally appreciate it. Go ahead, Sick. I was trying to say, if you if you have trust issues,
5: how do you expect somebody to commit to you and trust you if you got trust issues?
2: Well, yeah, that that's is difficult. Yeah. That is true. That is true. But then it's like finding uh, finding a, a a medium where you both can you know tackle the things that are necessary to get to a happy space so if you are dealing with an individual who has trust issues or you know just like communication issues or whatever the case may be then find a happy space for the both of you to be able to break through those barriers
5: that's Mm -hmm. what, that's what i'm saying instead of instead of your trust issues how about you treat me accordingly like if i haven't done anything to violate your trust why don't you trust me? Like when I meet, if I just meet somebody, I don't automatically walk through the door. Like I don't fucking trust these motherfuckers. Cause I don't know them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> whatever, whatever. I'm going to let you play your hand. Like, Right, and then you may not walk in saying, "I don't trust you," but you definitely got your third eye out. You definitely side eye in until you know that person. It has your best interest at heart, right so but you have,
5: yeah, but you also you you have to be aware regardless. We from the hood, you got to be aware regardless. Right. But you also have to be open to the experience of it you can't just walk in with your trust issues and expect somebody to fully commit to you and fully put their trust in you when you don't trust them
1: so let me ask this question if you get a female who has trust issues I leave her alone at the door Okay, <laughs> that was I was going to don't, don't, don't. Yeah, that was, uh, was say. Y'all that, that's going be my question right there. Do, do you I you find it worthy I, to try to um, make her feel secure and make those trust issues, dis- because the trust issues will disappear. When she have trust issues, she just need reassurance. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, And sometimes reassurance might not happen right away. Sometimes the reassurance may need to reoccur every so often in order for her to get in that comfortable space where she just, you know, opens up to you 100%. Right. Mm-hmm.
5: But what I mean in that, and I don't uh, want it to sound harsh, but what I mean in that is that if you're not self sufficient and, and you're not self secure in who you are and what you are and all of that shit, I just don't have time for it. I'm 42. I
2: don't got time for it. Like, I'm cool. Yeah. No, I mean and I get no. that nobody wants like to be playing around. Like nobody literally has time, you know what I mean, to to indulge or engage with an individual that is not going to be, you know, open to love or open to learn, uh, you know, another individual or open to receive. Like yeah. some people just are not in the same space and it's good <laughs> to like Notice that in the beginning, before you know shit yes. gets long gone, and then it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Because it's just right. a waste.
5: So, so that's so that's my question. It's like, would you want to be with somebody that's questioning
1: them, themselves every fucking day?
2: Well, no, not
1: every day. That's no, the same right, as meeting someone so right who right. is aggressive every day. You get tired of meeting the same old thing every day. So. Of course, I mean, if, if they are questioning you every day, oh, not questioning, not questioning me,
2: questioning them, questioning yourself. Oh, right, right, right. right. being insecure in yourself, right. yeah, right. No, that, that's just like with anything else, you're going to get tired of it. He's going to get tired of hearing it, or she's going to get tired of hearing it. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be not only do you want your partner to grow with you, but you got to want to grow within yourself as well, like, yes, you've got to start. You know removing the blinders and seeing exactly where it is that you lack and where you could build and be stronger. So mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. up?
5: Man? What's next? Y'all got questions in the chat? I check?
0: can take a chance on somebody Yeah with and I and I, and and I have, you know, second yeah. JC's point. Actually second JC's point um JC said so I can take a chance on somebody with trust issues. Um and, and, and so can I. I I'm I'm one of those ones that If I'm if I like you, I like you. Like I don't care. I, I, if because I know I know what I like and what I don't like. And if I if if I got feelings for you, I got feelings for you. And the harsh reality of that is, once that person is no longer in your life, right? Hold on,
3: hold
5: on, hold on. Now let's stay right there. She got trust issues, right? Now every time you go to the door, every time you go to the store, every time you answer your phone, every fucking single thing she like. What's that? Who that? Where you going? All these fucking you dealing with that every fucking day.
0: Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. That's a bit the, 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 that's the, what I'm saying I, I'm never going to let nobody persuade me and tell me that's crazy because you put up with what you want to put up with. All right. So if you willing to put up with that's, that, that's what I'm asking you. Are you can you put up with that? To a certain extent, because I, I have yes, I would because you know what that person that person's presence is more important to me than the 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 mental that's going on in their mind right but then i also too have to be cognizant of what's going on and i have to i have to make sure um because we all have a job to do in our relationships regardless of if you think so or not we all have a job to do one to be real to ourselves and be true to ourselves but also two to be to be with that that same with our partner so if you know you what you got yourself into you got to deal with that
5: yeah um Cynthia if you guard your heart you're not opening your heart to somebody
0: so you have to take that in mind as well because what happens when you what happens if something happens and they are no longer in your life the way that they used to be they're not answering your phone calls they're not answering your texts you just want to have a simple conversation with them. You just want to, whatever. You're going to miss that shit. That shit is going to eat at you. It's going to tear at you. It's going to break you down to a point where all you can do is get your shit in order because you don't want to experience that again with no one else. Or if the opportunity ever presents itself for you two to, to ever make amends, you want to make sure that the fears. Or the or the situations or whatever that conversation was that 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 separated you, doesn't raise ugly head, and you can you can then move within your space correctly. That shit right there is maturity and growth, and that's what we should be striving to get. And the shit, hopefully, it doesn't take a a a, a, a breakup or um, something catastrophic to happen for you to, to 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 for the light bulb to go off. But when the light bulb does go off. You got to make sure that you're you're opening your eyes so you can see and around what's around and fixing the things that's around you, because now your your vision is hopefully clear, and you can recognize those mistakes that you've made and fix them. I I do, now, uh, as far
1: as T as far as how you put it, you know, somebody questioning every move. Yeah. I know this couple, and the female. right have to track where he is at all times. I'm I'm like, know by phone exactly where he is at all times. If you me. go somewhere calling up, why, why are you there? Right. If she call and he don't answer the phone. She thinks something is up. Even request to go through his phone from time to time because she said her women intuition is, is making her feel like he's cheating. Request to go through the phone. Now get this. He actually gives her the phone. Right. When mm-hmm. she get the phone, she see nothing. She said, well, you just took everything out because you knew I was going to look. Now that type right there, that type right there. There's no hope know. for that.
0: There's no hope for that. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and and everything is not always going to be perfect, right? There's no right. hope. For that. There's going to be extenuating circumstances where it's just like, damn, she's just so far gone or she's just so, she's just so messed up or she's just so scarred from whatever Uh, took her to that to that point right right
5: hold on hold on on now because I wanted to uh speak on one of Cynthia's points um she said it it takes time yes yes it does take time Cynthia but I just want to employ to y'all that time is not waiting for you so all this time that y'all are sitting around waiting for it to take time time is not waiting for you and as long as time is moving on, you're losing out on time. So, yes, there's a possibility that you can get hurt. But that's a part of life. You have to mm-hmm. live life. You cannot be sitting back in your fear of getting hurt, and your fear of whatever it is. This is life. Either you're going to live it or you're going to sit in the house <laughs> and sit in your little square by yourself. It's just the way it is.
1: Mm-hmm. And see, that that's what I mean about when I ask how... Um, how long are you willing to stay if someone is insecure if if you can see the insecurity of the fear in that person and right. you you really do like that person and you know that you can break through once you break through that wall you are in that wall and that person's going to trust you
5: i don't believe so, that. i don't believe that gate I, I, I like when you see that kind of shit from the gate it's always there even though they might not i don't have- agree with that Even if they might not ask you 45,000 times that they used to, it's still there and it's still going to come up at some point.
1: Mm Well, I I mean, as far as like breaking through the wall of them being um, secure enough to love, to to love freely, because once you break that wall and they love you, then yeah, they're going to love you. That's not to say that they're not going to come at you with insecure shit at times but once you break through that wall and they love you then that that love is there. What are we waiting on? Yeah. how long are we waiting on this wall? Ten years? <laughs> well I mean that depends on how, how again relationships take work. I ain't 20. I mean, they, they
2: work, take I'm work fine. but katie
1: i can do that at 20. i ain't 20. i can't do that at 40. you just have to get what you like i mean (laughs) you just have to choose the type of relationship
2: that vibes with you all right so check this out and and i I think what people wait a minute now before you uh go on i think what people fail to realize is the heart is a miraculous fucking organ guys right it can it it can do so many miraculous things it has so many emotions attached to it like just because you know you've been hurt or you know it it, it, has been damaged a little bit it recuperates it rebuilds it restores so therefore like utilize it utilize it open yourself up to love open yourself up to receive even if you know it may not we don't know the promise if it's going to be this magnificent fairy tale or this magnificent friendship. We don't know, you know what I mean? But the moment you limit yourself, the moment you limit yourself, it, it's it's detrimental to you. And it's detrimental to your heart. It's not allowing it to be effective. So people should, you know, start utilizing that, that organ that we have and use it for what it's made for.
0: So I know y'all seen it. It's, it's been out there and it's been out there on social media, it's been everywhere. The young lady who hit her boyfriend upside his head with a with bowling, bowling
1: ball—a ball. mess.
0: Um, was it warranted? Warranted?
5: <laughs> Why was it warranted? What well, he did?
0: No, I'm asking. It was it warranted. Do you think you get up in somebody's face, you bring that energy, you deserve what you get, or is that a sign of abuse? And if it was your son, you would be so upset about it, or. Do you I feel like the female felt did. and taking taking matters into her own hand and backing homie up off? Her?
5: I need to know what he did.
0: They were arguing back and forth. You just got tired, hit him over the head with the, the bowling ball.
5: I'm not mad at that, man.
0: <laughs> no, see
5: like <laughs> but, you know
0: because
5: no, I got a parameter, right? Like, don't cross my perimeter. Like if once you cross my perimeter. It, 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 it's no holds barred. Like all all things go. Like,
2: yeah, you know, I I I'm very on the fence about the the physical, like the physical aspect of arguments. You know, it could definitely get heated and it can go from zero to one hundred real quick. I'm one of those people, and I have what, to like. That's
5: what, that's what I'm asking. Was this her boyfriend or was this just some nigga? No,
2: she, it, was it was her boyfriend. boyfriend he was about. arguing. Yeah at the time they was arguing at the time and i feel like that i didn't
5: know what he did man. Yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and mind you i feel like there has to be a point there has to be a threshold a cutoff, right. where right. you're like you know all right wait this is going too far this nigga done did you know x y and z or whatever the case may be but i'm not about to jeopardize my freedom from some shit that he did so right. let me fall back a little bit and let me get myself together let me contain my thoughts and my energy before I really hurt this you know what I mean so I feel like it it needs to be a threshold and sometimes there's not
5: I mean that's what I'm saying like I told y'all I know the girl who her husband got her sister pregnant so it depends on what he did like if you do some shit, you know not to be in
1: that parameter like why are you that close to motherfuckers and so it depends on what
2: you did right that's true that's true so um I don't no go
0: ahead now so to jump back to one of the points that we talked about before as far as breaking down this wall because this is this wall right this wall that is up this 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 great concrete wall metal wall whatever kind of wall it is is a wall and that says again she says that they break through the wall and hurt you because they have underlying issues what's your thoughts on that what's the th- what's your thoughts on breaking through the wall but they Hold hurt you because they have hurt? their own underlying issues. Hold on who's gonna hurt you?
5: who's going to hurt and the person that so I guess the, the person
0: wall? that broke through the wall right they they were able to break through this wall and if Lynette's still um able to chime in with another comment to, to reinforce her point they break through the wall and they hurt you because they have underlying issues. That that that's the real thing mm. right there um, may be some underlying issues within the person and they get past the wall right they, they give you them. They get, they get you comfortable and they hurt you because of their own um, their own issues that they have. Right. Um, how do you deal with that? What do you do? Do you still walk away? Do you.
5: Do, I do, think do, I do think, think Rhonda was saying the girl with the bowling ball should have walked away. <laughs> <might> have
2: <laughs> walked <out>. But <laughs> I mean shit too. Do you but I'm
5: just saying. I need to know what that ball did man. <laughs> before, I, <laughs> before I take this side? I need to know what he did. Man. <laughs> and why was he that close to her? Like if I'm in the whenever I'm in an argument with somebody, I don't care who it is, you cannot be in my space. Don't be in my space. If we're in an argument, do not be in my space stay over there we can argue you can sit over there we can argue don't come in my square
2: right right Mm -hmm. but i mean most of the time when you're having discussions you're in a a very close vicinity within one another even like even if you are over there you're still only a few ticks away like Like, i can still come something at you i can still Run but I can. do can see. I can see that. I can see that
5: coming, though. Isha, is what I'm saying. I can see right. that coming. You're never gonna be that close to me where I don't see it coming. Like I'm gonna see it coming.
2: So do you feel like? Do you feel like there is ever a point in time where you two are like face to face and it's like? I don't do that. Okay.
5: I don't engage in that. I don't engage in that face to face argument. Shit, back the fuck up. <laughs> 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 like,
1: what's up? What's up my face. Why are you screaming in my face? Like. <laughs> Why wow, you got trust issues with some being oh I don't have
0: trust. Issues. I have space in me. Backing but what is she not screaming?
2: Right, yeah. but what if she not I screaming scream on
5: there? Then, then how is it an argument? If she's not
2: screaming, it's not an argument. We're just talking. Well, I mean, discussions like we just discussions, talk. debates can be like you know.
5: Yeah, we we can have a, a heated discussion or a talk, but if you're screaming in my face and and I feel the physical. I'm not going to allow you to be in my square. Like, back yeah. up. Yeah. Right.
1: I hate hey, That's arguments. the best thing to do to avoid any mm-hmm. physical altercation. Because, I mean, be, being a female, myself, I can honestly say if a man get hit by a woman, she's asking for it. I mean, because his natural reflex is going to be to protect himself. Right. So, mm-hmm. if she throw up as they say when we were kids, you... Grown enough to throw a lick, you grown enough to take one, right? Um, do y'all have any questions or any
5: topics in the chat that y'all want us to address as we go through we, um, what's going on over there? I still need to know what that uh bull did, sir.
2: What whatever. he did, I don't what? think it really outlined exactly what he did, and I'm sure it'll develop a little bit because everybody, so what, talking what about happened did somebody she killed,
1: right killed someone? Now? Did no, she, she just the bust them ball.
2: in the head with a bowling ball? Oh, I saw that. Right. Yeah, I need to know. Right.
1: right.
2: Yep, she bust him in here with a bowling ball. I, I mean, I can't listen. see
1: anything justifying that outside mm-hmm. of her trying to keep him from killing her. That was, right. um, to me, that was much. That was a bit much. Mm-hmm. What if? She, what if he gave her something? Yeah, that's it's true. A move.
2: That's true, yeah. But I mean, I feel like even then, like, is is attempted murder or murder like the the equivalent of how that should be that's handled? Called, that's called heat of the moment. Right. That would be considered a crime of passion in the court. Right. That would be the defense. Right. Crime of passion. Right. Like that's why I said you gotta know
5: when to back the fuck up. <laughs> why is you that close to these motherfuckers?
2: But I feel like too, like I honestly feel like this. Like I've been in relationships or situations and somebody could take me from zero to one hundred, like right. literally, and I could just like activate that but
5: but my question shit, but I, and I, then
2: I, somebody else don't do that.
5: So though so my question is when that when they get you at to this point, east. Are they still standing in reaching distance?
1: Yes. Are they crazy? No, she's the crazy one. You're not getting
2: it.
1: No, she's not crazy. No,
5: she's No, she's not crazy because people do get to their points where they explode and they're in an emotional rage. But my but when you're at that point, I'm not gonna be standing in front of you. What the fuck are you doing? Where are you from? Because where I'm from, we don't do shit like that. Back
1: up. I, mean, <laughs> I I know this girl, y'all, and she brag about doing this, that she has put frozen meat in a sock and commenced to beating her mate beating with Beating him it. up. I mean, she's, well, she's abusive like that, but guess
2: what? They like that about right. her.
1: Right. But mm-hmm. for
2: whatever
1: reason, it, they like
2: that. Right? Mm-hmm. Angelia said she was researching it, and Tia basically says that it was her date, not her boyfriend. So that wow. clears that up. So the date, I would have to say, he must have said some real disrespectful, out of pocket shit in order for her to want to crack him a his head. Because yeah. there's nothing that's like really um yeah. that triggering in a day.
1: I wouldn't think so, anyway. I mean, but that depends on what type of person she is. I mean, right now, come on. If he went to the hood and got a sister girl, he had to expect to get his, you know, to get showed out on. You know who's loud and who's not.
5: You know what I'm saying? I can't speak on that situation because I don't got all the details. All I'm saying is I'm not surprised. (laughs) No, what's the next
3: question?
2: Now, what you doing? What you doing if somebody cracked you upside your head now?
1: Oh
2: Because I mean you gonna be you gonna be you gonna be like uh conscious like now, you ain't gonna be eesh, unconscious. Eesh, what you doing? I, That's I,
1: eesh,
2: I'm not even arguing with you in a bowling alley. The fuck <laughs> but if you if your balls is big enough to what you doing? What you doing? You get cracked. You're gonna I'm be a, there like bitch, what you do?
0: I, I think there's no winning that. There's no win. There's no win for me. There's no win for her. There's no win for no one. What what typically happens is is this this perpetuation of she hit me, I hit her, I go to jail, she's hurt. No one wins. No one wins. So, at at, in that moment, it is almost like you take your lumps, and you just be like, all right, I just know I can't deal with them no more, Mm -hmm. because you know, uh, whatever the case may be. Um, you lose yourself to like, when, when you retaliate, a, a wise man once told me, um, when you argue with fools, people from a distance can't tell who is who. Right. So the moment I engage in that, or the moment I become the aggressor after being assaulted and no one's seeing that, the root they remember is me at the end. Oh, he hit her back or he threw her down the, down the bowling lanes at the end of the day. Um. It just doesn't. It's not worth it. It's almost just like, all right, it is what it is. Either you gonna get up and walk out, or you gonna call the cops. That's it. You know what I mean? Did
2: anybody? Did anybody hear she got arrested or not? Because I was just getting ready to say no. That's that's a good point that you made. But what would it happen if it was him doing that? I mean, like it, if he did it to her?
0: It's, it's always it's always going to to it's always going to be. Um, exasperated if the man was to put his hands on her. Just think a week a week before then, there was video of Tank Davis, who was a boxer, Javonte Davis, um, gripping up his baby mom and, and usher her out of the, the basketball place or wherever she was at or this concert or whatever. And right before his fight, he was called an abuser and everything like this. But that was an old video that people didn't understand, right? And a video came, a, a, a frantic 911 call came out that she made saying he assaulted her and the baby, blah, blah, blah. It, it comes on out, she made the story up because she was upset, she was emotional. He, was put, he, he asked her to leave, he didn't wanna be with her anymore. Um, and she made up this claim that he beat her up and his daughter. It, it just so happened that there was a white man at the home servicing him for some injuries that he has sustained while sparring and boxing. And the man said, none of that happened. I was <laughs> right there in the kitchen and they were, it was an argument. No one, he didn't touch her. She touched him, which made her retract her statement and actually say, Hey, we're working towards this. We always see where the man will, 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 will be punished um, for, for these things and, and, and should be, you know, again, we're bigger and stronger than, than these than, than women for the most part. Um, our jobs are to to protect and um be a protective loving entity as we're supposed to be. Um and it sounds good coming from my mouth, right? Um again as me being um me having aggressive tendencies and things like that. I, I can't sit here and say that I haven't um yelled before or you know whatever the case may be. Um and and those things are never acceptable. Um to make someone to make someone feel um lessen themselves and or um, physically demeaning to someone is, is definitely um, is definitely not the case and you shouldn't be doing it. It's, it's not acceptable and under no circumstances, regardless if they put their hands on you or not. So that's why I say certain situations, it's just best to walk away and live to see another day.
1: Hmm.
0: I get my ass up, my, my bloody ass up and get the fuck up out of there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I know of a... Um... No, um, this situation that just happened this week. Um, and this is I don't know the couple directly, but I do know their family member. They were on a cruise. The female jumped on her boyfriend on the boat, bruised him up. Well, she is sitting right now in jail, waiting two weeks because her family refused to get her out of jail. She's waiting two weeks in Florida. And her family live up north, and they refuse to get her out. They said that they're going to let her sit there and go to trial because she is known to be abusive towards him all the time anyway. But they took the charges out on her, the people on the boat. So right. females, you will go to jail as well if you're abusive, mm-hmm. depending on where you are, I guess.
0: Would you ever put your
1: hands on a man? Would I? Um go back up. That's what I'm saying. I I wouldn't. um, I I would have to be extremely upset, and I mean extremely upset to the point that I don't even realize I'm doing it. Because
0: I would walk away first. Even even in the extreme upsetness, if that's even a word, do you think is justifiable? And the reason why I ask is because you're a mother, you have a son. Mm -hmm. And if a a young lady was to put their hands on your son, would you feel differently?
1: I mean, I've had that to happen. Mm -hmm. And again, um, like I say, I personally would not put my hands on the man myself. But I have seen the case where when women put their hand on the man, I said that some women are asking for it because their natural reflex is to hit back but there is hammer into them. You never put your hands on a female regardless of what they do to you. I don't agree with it because if she's coming at you and with something that could kill you, you need to protect yourself. You need to. Now, I will say, you know, if, if, if there's a way that you can push them off of you and walk away, by all means, do that. But if you must protect your
2: life, protect your life all right i agree with angelia though seriously i do i agree i didn't care what would what was going to come on the other end of that if i was Mm -hmm. triggered i instantly react i instantly react that is not the best way to be and i am working on that but an individual that takes the time to know and understand you are going to know your triggers back to you now like it's important to know your person's triggers and therefore it will never get to that point because he's going to know when to soften you up and when not to necessarily trigger you to the point that you're going to explode and not care how you react
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know we I mean? had a because big, that's a difficult
0: We had a big question in the group this week something that actually got the people talking right? So the prophet wasn't the prophet this week. He was a shit starter. (laughs) (laughs) He posted something that went a little like this. Ladies, 35 and up, why didn't you tell me, tell us that your sex drive only gets worse as you get older? How are y'all single heifers managing? Not my words, but the words of somebody who wants to know. Does your sex drive get worse as you get older, or did it increase and go wild? Mm-hmm. Let's let the sixty-four-year-old woman, ladies, answer that, please. <laughs> why you gotta throw her age though? Like, why? Oh, Not the sixty-four-year-old.
2: <laughs> Look go. at her face. She like ain't nothing sixty-four years old about me. <laughs> God damn.
0: Here, that was nah, Katie, you want to lead us <laughs> off with that, Katie?
1: No, I'm waiting for the sister uh for you and you're all the one, right right yeah nah, I was, I was waiting for her to answer that first,
0: nah, I'm joking with you, just a little humor, a <laughs> little humor, a little humor, but how do you feel about that being a resident old I head on that
3: lost
0: <laughs> I can't
1: um speak for others, but my sister tried, um increased as I got older I okay. mm-hmm. yeah, but that's also to say um, I do take hormone therapy. Now, if I didn't have a hormone therapy, I can't say that it would be like that. So
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mine's actually increased. I had, a um, I had a hysterectomy young, so I was forced into like, you know, a, a, sort of like an older part of womanhood. Um, and mine's significantly increased. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am lucky that I don't have to be on, you know, like any hormone therapy or anything. I just, I just like a rabbit. I want to all the time. It's insane. Um, and it's insane to 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 put that sometime on your partner to have to, you know what I mean, keep up with unless that's their unless that's their energy. But um I don't think it gets worse for some women.
5: He's over there trying to give somebody a heart attack.
2: Now, I will say, ladies, T
1: said oh, he said this. He said, because I told them that um, I'd be happy to be put up against any 30 40 year old. I can hold my own, even in the physical. Because T was saying, you know, you got the hip problem, you have the knee problem, whatever. That's why I work out.
0: Okay, I can hang. So a little bit of scientific, um, a, a little bit of scientific and psychological, um, factual information is they say men um, between the ages of thirteen and forty-five, sex drive it's it's heightened, right. and it starts to decline. Where a woman's sex drive from the ages of forty and up starts to increase. So that's where you see the disparity the disparaging information or the energies that you may not be seeing from your partner, depending on their age group. If you've noticed the young men are, yes, are fruitile at a young age up into their forties <laughs> and the, and the slope starts to starts to decline where women start to pick up those, um, those pathogens and uh, starts to get real in their sex drive roars are out of control. Um, be anything from hormonal imbalances and you know estrogen and things that that nature where a male's testosterone starts to starts to wane at the later years of his life where a woman is starting to go through certain th- things. Um how y'all feel about science? Can
5: I speak man? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go. All right man um There's a lot of determining factors in this. So I want to start where is this a woman that was fucking a lot when she was young or is this a woman that wasn't doing any fucking, and now she's just horny. She's just a horny old head. Is this women that are thinking about, you know, they have sexual urges or or are they actually fucking? (laughs) These are my, my thoughts. Like, are you, actually fucking or do you just have sexual are you just horny you have sexual urges that an increase or are you doing actually doing the physical are you actually doing all of this fucking is my question that's why. You
1: have a capability. That's where I call the cat, man. right? No, but this here's what I SP. will just say: just because you're mm-hmm. not doing it, you still have the capability. Now, I'm not KD. gonna go and jump on any damn random KD. joke. No. Katie, nobody's
5: nobody's saying that uh, you don't you don't have the capabilities. What I'm saying is that if you had a younger dude, maybe 30 or 40, and he was fucking you five times a day, I'm telling you, you can't keep up.
2: And you I don't know that. that. Oh, <laughs> <that. laughs> shit. Says who? What? Nigga, and pull out like know. four. Y'all don't know that. And pull out like four. That. Five four. That. And that's not for everybody. Yeah, everybody is not like that. But then you have some, some women whose sex drive is like extremely yeah. through the roof, almost nymphomaniac type. So right. there's not to say that there aren't women who can't. Fuck, Ten times a day.
5: Is that the thought each or the actual physical?
2: No, that's the actual physical. That's the actual physical. I need to
5: see. I need to see it. Though. Can somebody? Okay. Put a, I mean, put list together. <laughs> somebody put a list together. So I. Right, I because to-
2: here's the thing. I will say this. I will say this. I will say this, and I'm speaking from somebody who you know can definitely like. Chime in on this subject. Right. I will say this. Your your person has to do it for you in order for that to really take off and elevate that way. You see what I'm saying? If your person is not like tapping in, you can want to do it, but you're not really doing it. Why? Um, Because that person has no, like, they're not really taking interest to the fact that you have a high sex drive. They're not taking interest in you. Hold on,
5: Ish, Ish, because I I agree with all the shit that you said, but I just Mm. need to pose a question to the resident old girl getter. (laughs) Um, Mr. Gotti.
0: Well, I gotta be the old girl getter. (laughs) Mr. Gotti. Yes. Are these older women out sexing you? i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it a buck these women these these older women definitely can definitely hang um uh, definitely want it the
5: question is are they out sexing you
0: let's put it in the lane <laughs> Mr. Sexing meaning what
5: are they more um horny want to fuck more than you
0: yes all right i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it a buck now, yeah now, now, now is that a part of your ms or is that just in general Nah, nigga, they like they they want it. <laughs> they be high. They high. They drive. They sex drive is very high. I don't know if it's you know the menopause or yeah. the change in the, just the change in life. Um, again, who knows? Who who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? A, a lot of that has to do with a lot of different things. Um,
5: that's what I said. Right? What are the factors? I said, is these girls? Like- I write I, I, up. Uh,
0: so when we when we when we had when we had the discussion about. Everything that we were going to talk about, when you put this up, I checked into it. So they said women typically from from the time that they're giving birth, right, childbirth ages of, of, of anywhere from 20 on up to like 40 something, they're saying they're tending to the kids, they're tending to the homes, so they don't have the time, that's, that's, or they're tired, no, so they don't have the time that they no, want to spend with No,
3: them.
5: that's what I'm saying. That's because they wasn't fucking a lot. They wasn't, I'm yeah. i talking about the girls that was fucking a lot. All I right. need to hear from the girls that were fucking so, a lot. But, but that's what I'm saying. You okay, you want to know the yeah. girls that
0: was doing it from 20 all the way up to 60? No, I need to hear
5: from the girls that was fucking since 13 and 14. I need to hear when they are 50 and 60, are they still fucking a lot like they were when they were 14 and 15? That's the
2: people I need to hear from. Yes. Oh. Yes, I can say yes. I can't I can me. say yes. You ain't like that old, Ish. But I'm still I'm 44. No, Ish. And my me. body, my, my but and, but my body is like in menopause. You
5: ain't so old,
2: therefore, man. I can speak on that.
5: You ain't that old, ish. E.
1: Okay. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll go wait. By the 15, years, go by the 15 years from years.
2: now, we're going to have this conversation. Right, right. But, um, okay. When you're okay. 60, well, you 60, 60, I, I want to hear you talk the same talk
5: when you're 60. Uh, okay. okay. So Lynette
2: Hardy says, when I mentioned my high sex drive, I was told, I don't want you for just sex. There's so much more to us. How old is she? How old are you, Lynette?
1: Well, she she says nine years older, but
2: no, I need to know how
5: how old she is. And Lynette, I need to know, how old are you? I need to know what she fucking. It does not she
1: matter. Me. as as the long the fuck It fucking does, does, Katie. It does Katie. Not
5: Katie? Katie. That's just that's just like a a girl who was a virgin until she was like twenty one, and then she started fucking all crazy. Of course, yeah, because she was never fucking.
2: <laughs> that, that's why. So, see, I see I Lynette is Fifty. Right. Way. She's. Yeah, Lynette is fifty. Was she fucking <laughs> Lynette? Were you
1: sexually active? There yo, y'all minutes. crazy
0: with these questions? Y'all I, of, I don't <laughs>
1: care. I need to know the factors, <laughs> man. So, ladies, those of you who were sexually active in your teens, what, what I'm saying is. is-
5: that shit don't count if you only fuck two niggas your whole life and now you fifty and
2: you and you high yeah. sex drive. Of course you wasn't never fucking nobody. Okay, I can I speak at forty four though? I didn't have a lot of partners, but I did a lot of fucking. That doesn't mean right? anything. Like oh I had, I had very few partners. Mm-hmm. I but count. i did a, a whole lot of fucking so this the drive is still there just the the amount of people that you fuck don't matter of the sex drive yes, does it, it?
5: Does. yes it does because your curiosity and your experience plays a part no hmm.
1: it's like each say what once they bring it out of you because i mean you can be with the love of your life if they don't open that flower up then you're not going to let the full sex kit now anyway. But you get that right person to open that's that what flower. what I'm saying, Katie. Katie, that's what I'm saying. Of course, if you have. So you're nice saying person. when they were younger, they didn't have anybody to open up.
2: Right. That <laughs> well, see, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I guess me being in just those few relationships, I was always wanting to open up. Yeah. So I guess I it's just yeah. different. But. Lack of partners means lack of experience, I guess, too. So that's what you're saying.
1: Well, if lack of partners mean lack of experience, then hell, I'm out. But that part that I
5: did experience, all that shit plays a role. And also, a lot of you ladies do be camping with the physical shit. Y'all know, y'all cannot. Bounce it and drop it low like y'all did when y'all were y'all 20s. So stop the fucking cat. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, right. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Stop, stop the fucking cat,
1: man. Stop stop some fuck. of them old with you too. You better set that alarm clock and ring the stop bell. Stop the fucking cat,
5: man. <laughs> let them live. Let them live. What's up, now? <laughs> let them live.
0: But that was a good one. That definitely was a good one. I oh, wish I would
5: have let we had every.
0: Hold, Hold on, man. I
5: wish I fucking would let one of you old ass
0: ladies. Put me down. Dang. What do <laughs> you say about that? You don't disrespect for the, the, the clientele. <laughs> he doesn't mean that, ladies. He I doesn't think all of these are good at That's a beautiful. part of it. That's a part of it. If you just lay there getting
5: fucked, that don't count. You gotta be participating. You gotta be bouncing and moving too. You just laying there getting fucked.
1: Talk about my sex drive high. No, you laying there. You ain't going know what these you don't old what? women are doing, man. They Fuck they probably here. tie yeah. these men hands to the bed and out, riding them yeah. cowgirls. You don't know what they're doing behind those closed oh, doors because cool. a high sex drive. Once you're pushed there, and you let that drive out, baby, hey, you me. gonna drive like you on, on the freeway. Hold on, first of all, first. Of all.
5: You say no to everything. So let's just start right there. Stop, Stop it. What are
1: we doing? Stop. Stop well, I'm the spokesperson tonight, Sam. I'm the spokesperson.
0: <laughs> All right. So this last question, I mean, this question right here probably is going to take us into, into our final and last um, segment of the night. And this question right here is, as parents, are we casting our dreams and beliefs on our children? instead of them letting them live their true lives. How do y'all feel about that? Again, as parents, are we casting our dreams and our beliefs on our children instead of letting them live their true life?
2: I never did that. Like, I feel like it is done an awful lot. And I feel like that's where there's a loss of trust and a breakdown of communication. Um But I feel like, you know, it's easy to want to cast upon your children, your dreams and like what you would want to see them do or maybe even something that you might have wanted to do. You know what I mean? In your younger years um, and kind of want to steer their their life. But I feel like it becomes a very slippery slope when that happens, because your child is not able to express themselves. What it is they want to do because you're so busy harnessing your dreams and you know what I mean, and the things that you want them to be doing, and I think that's difficult.
1: Okay. Well, I can honestly say I did. Um, I, I see the error of my ways, but and I didn't even realize that's what I was doing until I did it. Um, but um, when Alice was younger. I even took him to try to be in, I tried to push him to be on TV. Had no idea that I even had an interest in that at the time, but I tried to push him in that area. Then I tried to push him into the medical area. And um, so I, I can say I have been guilty of it. I, I really have. And it's not a good idea to do.
0: Absolutely. Um I, I know y'all know I have no true biological children, but my my brother, who y'all know, affectionately know as a lot of people, you know, when they see him think he's my son. And my dad actually calls him my son. I had him ever since I was one. Um, he just he just um actually hid from the fact of me telling me that he has a baby on the way. And you know, when he's when he was growing up, you know, coming out of school, hey, go to college, you know, get an education, you know, make something of yourself, take a take the take, take the path that's supposed to be the righteous path. And you know, not that he rebelled from that. He did that just because he thought that was what was, was going to make us happy. And wound up that's not his that was not his thing. Um he now works with me. We now work at the same job. Um and I get an opportunity to see him every day. Um but now that he's what 22 um with a baby on the way i have to look at him as a as a, a man and not as just a boy and and a, allow him to make the same mistakes that i made and helping me to get to 42 years old and helping me to be the person that i am and not pushing my agenda on him or my dreams and aspirations of where he sh- i think he should be or where he should have went and allowing him to experience that for himself so he'll be able to make those sound decisions for himself, and also now for his own child, when it comes. Um, so, you know, just understanding that, um, and you know, uh, being a child once ourselves, and 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 knowing how our parents may have wanted us to do certain things that you know might have not have been in our character, um, or might have not just been something that we, you know, totally took um, took charge of, and allowing them to live in them. But the world is so crazy. That all we want to do is safeguard them and and, and coddle them, but still understanding that they have to go out there and be their own individual um, is is something that, you know, you have to allow, you have to allow them to do. Um, Because if you've raised them right, if you've given them the right parameters, the right structures, the right role models, the right, the right environments, um, typically they will um, make the most out of it. Or somewhat at some point in their life, deviate back to that. They may they may take missteps and may get off the beaten path a little bit, but hopefully the, the, the values that you instilled in them helps them to be bring them back to a place of responsibility.
1: And it does, you know, they they never forget what you try to teach them. regardless of if they liked it or not. Um, I, my, my son have came back to me. And repeated things that I said to him that did have an impact. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: However, like I said, some of the things that I tried to push on him, he wasn't for it. And I realized, you know, is how wrong I was to try to live my dreams through him. And I had to realize that's what I was doing. It's like, you know, I'm like he'll be good at this, he'll be good at that. Then I had to stop and be honest with myself. He have no interest in that. It's not his interest. It's my interest, mm-hmm. so had step back and let him do him, and he's doing great so far. Mm-hmm. They'll do it. They'll
2: get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They will make
1: their
2: way.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like way. they
1: say, they they have to make their own mistakes because you know that's how we became who we are is by making our mistakes and growing through our mistakes. Mm-hmm. So we have to allow them to make those mistakes. And it's one of those things when we see them going to a mat truck, we just have to let them go through that mat truck yeah, and banish them,
2: them up. up. <laughs> well, that could be also considered learning learning <laughs> lessons. You know what I mean? Not necessarily mistakes all the time, but, you know, just like lessons and I say a mat that truck they are going to carry, carry with them. And
1: life is going to hit them
2: just like a mat truck. And we know mm-hmm. how it's gonna hit
1: them because we've been there, but we can't mm-hmm. stop it. Right.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna say that um, when my son was little, I did you know, try to push him in the playing ball, but once I seen he wasn't as passionate about it, like he didn't really love it, then I just let him do his own thing.
2: Right. <laughs> right.
1: Now, um, I have a question. It's okay, as we're waiting. I have a question. When you love, do you um not love? Okay, what is your preferred method of um intimacy with passion or just <clears throat> going into it? What is your preferred method? Who's
5: passion that? for me? Is that to everybody or is that somebody specifically you aiming at? To? No, I'm
1: asking everybody. I'm asking everybody, Because everybody have you know, some people just like to go in there like, mm. get it over with. Some people like passion. Now, I really feel like women prefer passion over men. I mean, That's men, like, uh, is that true?
5: I know some girls that just like straight up fucking. Right. <laughs> they don't care about none of that passion
0: shit. Right. now are women are women only passionate about passion to get them to a point and then once you in it they holding your butt down and holding you down so you can get deeper in it like
1: oh well of course that's gonna come but they start out with passion but the passion is gonna lead to the wildness
0: well i think so again that's where we said before make sure you choose your words properly or carefully because when you say i just want passion and a person is just given that and you might want more and say lead with passion. And it opens the, and it opens the door to Pandora's box. It opens that, it opens that rose up. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Because a person, you know, we hear what we hear and we think that's just it. And we think, Oh, if I just do this, it's going to, she's going to be satisfied or he's going to be satisfied. Not knowing that's an, that's an, a lead into, okay, this passion is going to get me. But I, I think, I guess you learn your partner
1: as you go with that part. I, I guess you learn your partner
0: or, but you, you learn your partner, but is your partner settling because they think that's all you can offer or are they tired of saying, or are they voicing, I, I want you to do this. Cause it's going to lead to this.
5: Hold on now. Um, KD, what was the exact question? Are you passionate or is it just like, what's the exact question? Say what now? What is the exact question? How are you showing your passion? That's the question?
1: Yeah. Do do you pre- when when you are getting down in, into your business, right. do you pr- um, prefer to just go in with whilst lead with Wow sense or do you lead with passion um, which do which do you prefer i prefer everything katie i'm a man of great
3: time what
2: are you talking about but that's <laughs> what i was getting ready to say do it is it just limited to to that because i feel like sometimes even if you go right in and you want to start with passion there's a there's a gear that shifts somewhere in there that is going to go into you know something different so you know you can say hey i like to go in the door and i like it to be all hot and passionate but then at some point you know my gears is going to shift and i'm going grab your ass and shove the dick in more right now what you said Mm
5: -hmm. (laughs) but you can do all of that while still being passionate
1: yeah correct because you're doing it with crazy passion by Mm -hmm. then. it
0: builds to that yeah my i told y'all what my passion looked like pillowcase my my out. my whoa, no, to, no, 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 the pillow. to answer Not question. the pillow now my
5: mind is going to start with intimacy and it's going to be filled with passion and it's going to end with intimacy as well
2: now you in that fucking pillow i
1: know oh my god
2: you and that goddamn yeah, sure. pillow. <laughs> listen remember well, I, I have he, nothing to say without my attorney Okay, right. I have nothing to say without my attorney. That's the drill. I'm gonna make sure that I drill that into your head because you want them damn pillows, it's gonna get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. Going to get you in trouble. Pardon me. Here's your intimacy, all right.
1: Right, right. Intimacy. Now,
2: going straight to the 160th degree right. with the pillow. Ain't no passion, <laughs> intimacy. You can't fucking breathe with now. Okay.
1: <laughs> so we know his answer on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know his answer
2: clearly. Clearly. <laughs> What's up good people?
0: So I know I know we talked about this last week the three of us. We didn't talk about this before of us. What are we looking forward to? Not just 2023. What are we looking forward to? Um one individually as a collective Right. Um, as a family, what are what are the things that you need, you want to see, you want to accomplish?
5: No, as we're thinking about this answer, can we bring our special guest in?
0: Oh, yeah. So while y'all uh, think about that,
5: we have,
0: a, we have a special guest. What's happening? He
5: was our special guest. Yeah,
1: well, you know, um, this is Karen's Corner, y'all. We are shooting the shit, but we are doing Karen's Corner. Hold oh, on, Katie. Oh, Katie.
5: We're going to answer the question first. And I want <laughs> the guest to answer this question as well. But just introduce her before we get into Karen's Corner.
1: Okay. Well, my introduction to <laughs> y'all, this young lady right here, this young lady, I came to know her years ago in the lit world as an author. She's an author. She she, um, published her first book in 2012. Since then, she has also been a publisher and been responsible for allowing other authors to enter, enter their work into the world. Not only that, but she has also became a screenwriter. She is a movie producer. She is an actress. She is all of the above. She is one phenomenal woman. Chrisetta Tyler, a.k.a. Arthur Untamed. You can follow her on all of her platforms under Arthur Untamed. Right now, she is currently in a um, competition, and I hope it's not too late. Um, she's running for author of the year for the small business of the CSRA, but she have several books she have a film that is released as we speak but i'm gonna bring miss author untamed chrisetta tyler i'm gonna bring her on here herself so that she can tell you all about what she do now before she come i do want to let you know she co-wrote um she she cro she co-wrote a book with jc with arthur jc so when he was on the other week she wasn't able to be on because it was christmas time but she is here now and we have arthur untamed hello arthur untamed mm. how mm. are you hey you, um
5: kd no did pose a question
0: but i mean, <laughs> I mean what, what's happening? <laughs>
1: No, oh, they're... what was the question? I'm sorry, I, I got <laughs>
0: carried away. All right, so now that <laughs> now that our four, our fearsome foursome has turned into the to the awesome five, this question is for all mm-hmm. of us and anybody out there and um in and in, in our comment land is now that there's a, now that we're in, in, embarking on this new year, what are some things that you want to see, accomplish, and also do? What you working on? What we working on, people?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Come on. Let's go. So are we going well, to let our guests answer that first? Yes. yes. Of course. Okay. Well, hello, y'all. How y'all doing? Hey, girl. Hey. hey, now. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, it's, I, thank you so much for that introduction, Katie. I appreciate it. Uh, if you said I was an actress. Go ahead and speak some life into that, honey, because, I listen, I have not... Maybe my husband might say I'm an actress sometimes, but <laughs> I done that
1: yet. See, I thought you were acting in the movies that, you, uh, no, that you're producing.
4: listen, no, my son has. He's been in a few, but not me. Not yet. Oh, I'm going to say it not like that. Yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. I haven't been. I, I'm more, look, I try to stay behind the scenes, behind the camera and make sure everybody else is doing what they need to do and get the project together. But not I'll say not yet. So maybe that's going to be a goal for me in 2023 is to get in front of the camera. <laughs> okay, okay. So that'll be a goal. For, but for me, it's just to – I've been truly blessed, I will say that. So to me, um, blessed have been coming in since 2012, but definitely since 2020 when the pandemic hit. I can honestly say it was a good shakeup. So I just want to keep the train moving, keep it going. Um, mm-hmm. continue to ride the wave that I'm riding in this film industry in this literary industry and do more you know be there create more opportunities for others around me continue to help elevate others around me that's my goal for 2023 so okay. I, that's what I can say mm-hmm. yep. okay that's
2: cool go. Katie you want to go next
0: No. anybody want to go next you want me to go what's up leo yeah i'm um my 2023 is already in full swing i'm working on a number of different projects this year um expanding expanding the 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 focus um as y'all know wednesdays i do um along with my dog we do Telemade kicks which that's about to go out of here working on some exclusive content with that. So that's some things that, you know, we're working on. Um, uncensored minds again, um, on Sunday, you know, being a part of um just the whole um, you know, telemade kicks network and um, you know, making sure, you know, I mean, that, that gets to where, you know, we wanted to be, he wants it to be, you know, I mean, we all want it to be. Also my individual projects, my Friday night lights. Um uh, we just celebrated our five-year anniversary over there at Friday Night Lights this past um, Friday. Um, congratulations to, to to everybody over there at Friday Night Lights for keeping the lights on, as I as I say, um, and just making sure that you know that that continues to grow, um, get stronger, um, be even be even more of a um, community community um, community-wide um, organization that gives back. To different organizations as we've done, you know, in the past and also present, and then also in future, um, individual goals, um, real estate, getting into that, um, you know, owning um, more properties. I'm actually in the f- process of not finance, not not um, finalizing, but getting close to that finalizing process of, you know, getting more properties under my belt. Um, and, and, and just working on me, as y'all know, you know, I started towards the end of last year of getting in front of my mental health, um, which is something that is, um, like a must do not just for myself, but for everybody. Um, making sure my mental health is in, in a great space, um, more times than none. Also, you know, sitting down and speaking to someone, just uh, unleashing my emotions, talking it out. Um, and and more or less just being the best that I can be Um, because as we know this world is crazy and we just got to be able to have outlets that allows us to you know outlet (laughs) and you know more or less just as as we always talk about just being a more productive you know my time is I don't know if people know but I have no time to do that but trying to find even a little bit more time to, to work on different goals and aspirations that I'm looking to achieve this year, next year, and the following year um, with that. Um, so, yeah, I'm working hard. I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. I always don't speak it just because I like to do it before I start to speak it or, I, you know, I mean, I like to be about it before I just put ideas out there. So, you know, I mean, now that these ideas are now becoming realities, I can kind of start to Speak it and and not just manifest it, but make sure that it's, um, you know, thriving as well. So that's what I'm working on.
1: Okay, well, I can say, um, and this is going to shock everybody, first of all, I'm going to open myself up to Uh more love. I am. Okay, T, no, no, you didn't do that. No, you (laughs) didn't. (laughs) <laughs> but i am gonna open myself up to more love as a whole like from people because i am not very accepted um accepting of anybody coming into my space now i'm still gonna i'm still gonna be cautious i still am gonna be cautious but i am going to open myself up um to love i have been closed off to love for a very long time. So I'm going to open myself up to love in 2023 and going to see where it takes me. And of course, um, I'm going to broaden my horizon as far as um, being a stronger actress because I'm going even harder in that this year. I had to take a break last year, but I'm moving forward with that as well as getting back into... My writing, so we're gonna see
5: what 2023 brings. Um, the color made network. so as you know, uh Saturday kicks is on Wednesday. game seven on is on Thursday. Uncensored mind is on Sunday. I will be adding two more shows that'll be on Mondays and Tuesdays that I won't be on, but I'll be producing so that'll be coming in a couple of months. As far as the second book, y'all still have some shit to learn from the first book, so y'all can't get it yet. (laughs) But it's coming. (laughs) But it's coming. (laughs) It'll it'll be here soon. So the second book will be dropping soon. And uh, just helping people to learn more and teaching more and teasing less. Teaching more and teasing less is the plan for 2023. Yeah, so okay.
2: I, I did say um last week, I think I said, you know, I just want to be an all around better person, period, like 2022, like hit me with a lot of major um, conflicts that I needed to, you know, deal with or resolve. So, you know, I'm just looking for a better, more healthier uh, year for my family and for my friends. Um, I'm looking to be, you know, just an all around better individual. I'm looking to, you know, build my business. I'm looking to continue to grow with the Uncensored Minds family. Um, I'm dabbling and dabbling in music and artistry and management a little bit. And, um, you know, it's uh, some other things that I want to get off the ground, it's just hard to sometimes focus when life throws you boulders your way, you know what I mean? So you just got to continue to to dodge and move and, and get in where you fit in, so I'm hoping that 2023 will be great to everyone and that everyone will be able to, you know, tackle all of their goals and all of their endeavors and just shine bright.
0: Right, I'm right. getting a marijuana business and I'm gonna start on fentanyl, I'm working on that too. And I also forgot to say that my. My main goal for
5: 2023 is to get KD outside. As soon as I get KD outside, y'all, it's hard. It's, <laughs> it's on. and popping, KD.
2: KD, let him know. You outside a little bit. Let him know, KD. You but you know,
1: okay, bit. with Christina here, y'all, the one thing that I found out upon speaking with her last night, and I was so shocked, <laughs> we're right. in the same city. All yes. of these years- um you know we have followed each other on facebook because we're both um authors and we are right there in the same city right right here in the same city now she can tell you we don't have too much to get out at in this city too. right
4: we? absolutely no no i mean uh, it's you very- know i told you the joke uh um, last night like most of the authors that's here in the city we met each other online before we met each other in the city. So. It,
5: it, 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 when I say outside, I mean outside. I don't mean
1: just walking you know, outside your front but door. But I, I have to do that in order to get outside. I have to get outside. You know? What's All right, like Walmart. What's, What's up? Okay, so we're going to finish this with um, Arthur Untang. Girl, I am so proud of you. Like Thank I said, we you, started darling. trailing each other quite a few years ago. Um, you and I both, we, we know um, JC, you know, he, yeah. he has been in the game forever and a day. Yeah. You two knew that, you know, y'all were in the same city. I knew that yeah. um, me and JC lived in the same city. But I was totally thrown when you told me last night that you're right here in this city. And then when I went on to research about what are you doing and all of that, girl, (laughs) producer, writer and producer of uh, screenplay, I mean, I am just so proud of you, not only as a woman. But as someone who is right here in my area, and not only that, guys, she even has her work at Barnes & Noble right yes. here in our city. Girl, yes. let me tell you, I am Listen. so very proud of you. And like I said, I wasn't mm-hmm. lying about last night when I said, okay, I need a part in that next upcoming movie.
4: I, I told you, listen, as soon as, as soon as we do it, I promise you, um, like I told you, it's going to be from Atlanta. So as soon as we open up casting, I 100%, I'm going to tag you in it now. All right. <laughs> tag you in it. All right. Yes. Now, so. we
1: we had JC on here um, a couple of weeks ago. You okay. and he wrote the contract, which is an awesome, awesome read, by the way.
4: Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> so
1: tell us the experience. How did you and he come to write together? Um, how did you come up with your character? And, you know, y'all just so able to bump the characters together so well.
4: So how did so, that
1: come about?
4: So with JC, you know, he, um, he approached me. He said, you know, I want to write with you. And I said, okay. Okay. So we just kind of had like a little session where it's like, okay, what do you want to write? And, and what do you want to write about? And so we came up with this idea together, came up with the whole, you know, the premise and the plot and everything together. And we knew automatically, okay, it's going to have to be a male. It's going to have to be a female. And so I decided, Hey, I'll take the female role. You take the male. And we, and that's how we set it up. So when you read it, you see there's Hosea and then there's also Camilla. So, you know, you have these different chapters, but they merge together. And basically what we did, it was more of a swap-off. Like, I would write, he would write, we would send each other, and we would just kind of build on it from there. And it was, if you know J.C., if you know anything about him, he makes everything fun and comical at a competition. So, Man, it was so down gonna very, very competitive. Very competitive. Very so so competitive. We would send each other, you know, like different chapters and stuff. He would amp me up and he would see me like me face emojis, you know, we'd be clapping <laughs> back at each other. So the fact that it's an amazing read, I can tell it because it was an amazing time to to actually flesh it out and write it with him. And that's one thing I tell anybody, it's It can be difficult to co-write with people Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times. So that relationship, it has to be, you know, solid. It has to be there. And that's a big part of it. Like you really got to, you can flesh your ideas together, mesh it together, but you really have to mesh with the person that you're writing with. You have to really get along and you guys really have to feed off of each other. So that was the biggest thing for me. It's like I feed off of people's energy, and his energy mm-hmm. is always amazing. That's my brother for real.
1: <laughs> I know that's right, girl. I know that's right. And he is so wise as far as, like, you know, being able to um, teach you the ropes as far as, like, when he started, you know, because it was a different ball mm-hmm. game when he started. He started before we did. Mm-hmm. But I do want to ask, now, I have co-written, so I know how it is to co-write. Um, mm-hmm. did you find yourself getting through with uh, with the project quicker when you co-write versus if you're writing single? Or did you find that it took longer?
4: Actually now with me and JC because I've co-written with somebody else too, so with me and JC it actually went quicker because when you write with somebody you have an accountability partner. So, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of like all right, I got to make sure I be on my A game. I got to make sure I have this back in the promised time. So, you know, but again, I'm really big about that. So it's like, I'll say, okay, and he is too. So, you know, you hold yourself, you hold your own foot to the fire. You're like, okay, this person got this back to me. I need oh. to go ahead and jump on it and do my part. Everybody's not like that. You know, you can you can uh, sometimes, even when you write with other people, like they'll be accountable, but it's still like, all right, so you kind of got to put a little pressure on them, like, hey, um, yeah. we're gonna get this done, we're gonna get this done. So, but again, it just depends on your commitment and then your willingness to, like, you know, hold your own foot to the fire and be there for and with that person to complete the project. Right, and thank you know so um, much for I, these hearts hearts too. I love
1: y'all. <laughs> uh, 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 I'm uh, saying, thank uh, you so much uh, for the heart. <laughs> you are right. When you're co-writing, that kind of put the pressure on you to mm-hmm. like go on and write because um, when when I co-wrote, it it was a lot quicker. But mm-hmm. also, you know, L.J. and I, she and I, we push the other, and as mm-hmm. she said, it becomes a competitive. Situation, right? You right. know <laughs> those characters be coming for you. Yeah, you might be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get them. I'm
4: gonna get yeah. them." And it was so, it's so, look, and for him, it's so easy to like push his button with the characters. So I love doing it. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. pushing his buttons with those characters. So it it really became like a hot octane type of. All right, also, you're gonna do this. Watch, watch what my character do <laughs> exactly. exactly. He, he is like the um, I, I would say the
1: huck of the lit world when it comes to that because his characters right. are always gentle giants, which is like yes. you know, we we both know he's like a gentle giant, he's you know, giant, but his yes. characters are always menacing and you know, mm-hmm. that they, they could t- rip apart the world, but behind all of that. They have he have a gentleness for the female in, in his life, you know. Yes. So he's he, he's pretty much like that anyway. In, in real life. Yeah. Uh-huh. In <laughs> real life. Now I do want to advance from that. You got your books and y'all, um, she is on Amazon. Um, she has several, several books. <laughs> Boss Queens, The Stiletto, Ma- Mafioso, King Sweet. The Contract 1 and 2, The View 1 and 2, Never Again No More, 1 through 6, yes. and One Wish, A Christmas Short. This woman has been busy. Yes. This lady <laughs> has been busy. Now, let me ask you, the movie that is the film that has been released, No Better Love, is that from one of your books, one of your titles?
4: That is not, actually, that is written by author Eric S. Gray. so that is from his body of work. I was just a producer on that one for that project, but Mm -hmm. absolutely love bringing his book to film. Um, All of the actual movies that we've done thus far are book-to-film movies, and so they are book-to-film movies for other authors, and that's the part that I truly love is being able to work with these authors and get their vision and turn their fi- their books into this film reality, you know, and put it on screen. So I, I that's the part that really is just so special to me because it meshes both of my worlds together. You know, right? I, I, this, right. I started in the lit industry, and so that's always going to be my heart. But then the film industry is something that I'm truly passionate about. So being able to mesh both together and to bring these books onto film and the story, man, it is, it's so awesome. And I just love, and it's been everybody's first project as far as having their book turned to film. So <laughs> that in and of itself, just watching them go through the process with a, taking it, taking them through the process. And just watching the joy and just the elation that they have about seeing their words come to life, man, I, I promise you, there is no better feeling. I love that so much. I really do.
1: Now, how did you get into producing?
4: So I started with Boss Magnet Media, which who company I'm still with to this day. Boss um, Magnet Media, I started off as a PA. And then walk, work up to associate producing, and then co-producer, now producer. So it is a process, you know. You really yeah. have to get on, get on set, get behind the scenes, learn the industry, learn the steps. So I was a big part of the post-production process at first, and then the pre-production process, of course, moving into a producing with associate producing, and then of course the actual production part of it. So. Mm-hmm. That was just the entire thing is amazing. But you started, you know, boots to the ground, and as a PA, and that was awesome. <laughs> wow,
1: that is awesome. And like you say, you know, when when you um, when you're an author, the transition, you know, mm-hmm. um, can be pretty um, simple. Now mine is different. Um, I transitioned from being creative in the pages, and I always say. To being creative on the stages. Right. Because, <laughs> I just take it from the pages to the stages because I really love the acting part of it. I, right. I mean, it's, it's like you say, you know, once you get into it, you get to collide both of your passions together.
4: Yes. Yeah. Um, so. And I mean, it's addictive. It's so it, addictive.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. Now, I see that you have another production. Um that is coming up beneath my skin. Now, is that um someone else's um
4: work? That, someone else's book? That is actually that is the only one that's a documentary. That is the documentary um uh, Beneath My Skin is basically talking about mental health awareness with African Americans. And so that is in the editing process and in post-production. So hopefully that will be dropping very soon. But that is one where you know, definitely we went into the minds of, we wrapped it up. It started before the pandemic, but mm-hmm. then when the pandemic hit, we had to revisit it because that was another level of just mental anxiety, mental stress right. for a lot of people. And I tell everybody and say, this was the the funniest thing for me. I was actually opposite from a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, at home, I do author work full time, publishing all of this stuff. This is my realm. This is what I do full time. But my kids are going off to college. My other son, he's in middle school. My husband's working, you know. So when that transition happened for me, especially with my t- oldest two going off to college, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm becoming, I was starting to feel that emptiness type of thing. Yeah. And then, I kind of got used to it because, oh my gosh! Now it, it doesn't take long, especially when you're doing what you love to do. And so I got used to kind of being at home by myself, having my schedule to myself, you know, right. for the majority of the day. Then the pandemic hit, and everybody came home, and mm-hmm. it was like my my what I was doing wasn't changing, but everybody was home, and so they were like, it was okay, you know, the honey do list, the mommy mommy do list, and everything ah. else. And I was like. I'm stressed now. You know, everybody was stressed at first because, oh my goodness, you know, they're like, "All right, I'm home," and you know that part of just kind of being cooped up, you know, with everybody. And right. I was just like, "Well, you know," but they they liked the fact that they were home. You know, uh-huh. that it was different. You know, it's like they didn't may not like being home, but they kind of like being home with their family. You know, they got to yeah. see each other a little bit more. And I was like. Oh, my God. i got to get used to y'all being. <laughs> and I
1: know it's hard to work with the house full, but you have done yes. great. Um, I see that you have a podcast. It's called Get Caught Up Podcast. Where can yes. they find that?
4: Get Caught Up Podcast can be found on Anchor FM. It's also on iTunes, Google, um, Audible, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. Spotify as well. So, yes, check it out. It's the Get Caught Up. It's the author podcast. I say author podcast, but I kicked off the author because I wanted to not just limit it, you know, to authors. It is a platform that started off just, you know, highlighting authors because, especially for us, we don't have a space a lot of times where we can highlight our work. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I wanted to create that space. You know, I wanted them to have a space where no, you don't have to pay. I just want you to come on here and build your resume. Get your name out here in these streets. And so <laughs> they're like, okay, cool. So then I, you know, as I moved along from season to season and it grew, I was just like, Well, you know what? I want to kick off the author part, not because I don't want to service the authors, but because we're so much more. So I started yeah. inviting like narrators on and you know, editors and social media managers right. and all the, all the different facets that you need while you're in this industry, because I just did not want to limit it to just the authors because they also need to know about the resources that's available to them. So, you mm-hmm. know, like graphic designers and have, you know, have all of these different people who contribute to our you know our growth and our development authors on the show so now it's just to get caught up podcast and so it's still open to everybody in the lit industry so
1: well we thank you so much (laughs) for having that podcast and now you can even extend it into the acting industry since you're now a part of that Well, I'm going to open up the floor for any questions that anyone may have for you. And I thank you so much for for taking time out your busy schedule to join us tonight. And uh, I hope you join us every Sunday night.
4: But also, listen you know, i was tuned into these conversations i said, i didn't want to i didn't want to hop in because look i know me i started getting on the soapbox so i was like oh this is good I said, let me <laughs> let me let me wait till i can just chill in the audience and just talk 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 talk." <laughs> <laughs> awesome show. i was enjoying myself <laughs> well
1: thank you so much for coming on and um, um audience members um I hope the other co-hosts there come back on and see if they have any questions for you okay. while we're waiting for them to come back. I do want to back up and ask you, with the um, producing of the film, from start mm. to finish, Yes. what was the time limit on that? Because I know how lengthy that can be.
4: Let me tell you, I, we are in such a great position right now where... When I tell you, and this is why I say a lot of times when I'm actually in the process of this, my time is so, is like really condensed. Because we actually have a formula where, for the movies that we've been making, that we are filming these movies like in 10 days. Like it's a 10-day tight schedule. Wow. We are moving from pre-production to production and post-production to release that that has all literally been within six months. Everything has been Whoa. within six months. So yes, it is saying so yeah. you know how extensive, how tight uh, and how, yeah. how much stuff has to be done, you know, oh from gosh. just from treatment to you know from script to treatment to the actual pre-production process to actually filming and then post-production. And as a producer, I'm involved in every step of that, you know? So it's like it is, yes, we we have been doing it, we have been successful at it, and it has been like what I say it is a tight ride, but it is something that I have enjoyed. So literally in 2022, we were in pre-production. Filmed and released two movies. So. Wow,
1: that's awesome! Well, yes. these are my guests. Um, the co-hosts you have Nell.
0: Hi Nell.
1: Ish, Hi and ish. the Prophet will be back on T. Um, I'll I suppose he will be back on soon. So we okay. are Uncensored Minds. Um, I'm, I'm known as KD in this world, Austin. I'm, I'm not Karen okay. D. All right. All right. <laughs> but I'm still you. Karen D. <laughs> I got
4: you. I got you. <laughs>
1: so um, I'm gonna turn it over to you guys, Nail. Um, you have any questions?
0: Yeah. How can I get down with the um the on camera role? Like I'm, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to act. What's up?
4: You ready to act? Okay. Listen, I promise you, whenever we have our cast of calls, I will post it. I will tag you guys you give me your information I will definitely let you know when we actually post that so that you can come on like I told uh, kD hey let me know <laughs> let me know and I will definitely tag you in and submit your resume submit your reels we got
0: you <laughs> all right well we we, we we like to um all of us here at don't send the four of us would like to um definitely show you our appreciation give you your flowers while you're here. Um, and say thank you, one, for um, contributing to our society. You know, it's, it's always great and dope to see um, a black innovator um, stepping up mm-hmm. to the forefront and, and showing off their talents. And so is your um, shirt so eloquently says black writer, producer, I mean, director, producer, showrunner, distributor, designer, stylist. And what's the last part?
4: Uh, let's see, stylist, actors everybody black.
0: <laughs> you represent that. You represent that um so well and we definitely wanted to extend that to you. So if everybody in the comment can throw the unsense of minds hearts to these two beautiful ladies. And also we we will be remiss if we didn't say this name as well to the to the big dog JC JC for also being a part of um you know that book that you collaborated you two collaborated on. You know his presence was definitely felt when he was on the show a couple of weeks ago, and now we got the second part to that. So we thank you for coming on our platform, sharing all of your platforms with us.
4: Thank you, I appreciate you guys having me on. I really do. And we all—you know—we
1: we have to party. thank JC for bringing the two of us together.
4: That's yes,
1: how we, we do. We came to know each other.
2: Yes, it was we so, thank
1: you, JC, awesome. for always pulling a plug. the
4: authors that together. That's right. Thank you, homie. That's that's what I call my that's my big homie.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so thank you, ladies, for um your, your contributions um to everything that you do for all of us here and the um and, and the material that comes from you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Um,
0: so not our show, we still got one little part. My, part. My little part? A little part. It's a big part. Um, so thank show. you
1: for being on. I did get a chance to thank you. Thank you for coming on. I thought each was going to ask some questions. <laughs> but thank you no, for I'm
2: coming not on, sure
0: connected. Yes, thank you. So, as we open the show today, we definitely um, dedicated this show to Damar um, Hammer who was the young man who was injured last Monday night um, on the field in Cincinnati um, from a simple football play, which resulting in him having a cataract arrest, which is a heart attack. Um, fortunately, we can report good news. Far too often have we been reporting tragic news, but here we can, we can report great news that this young man is still with us and it's functioning well. So again, to the um, Hamlin family, as you continue on your road and journey of getting well, um, you have all of our support and love here and also our prayers and well wishes as well. Um, So this was the last regular season week in the NFL was week 18 and it went off without from controversy and, and fireworks, there were a number of teams still fighting for playoff positioning. And one of those teams where the green team, as T calls them, and some of y'all call them your team, the Philadelphia Eagles, they were able to wrap up the, the division today with a win over the New York Giants, um, which they did handily. They beat the Giants 22-16. The score wasn't as close as it lends itself to be. Um, a lot of those points that the Giants put up was in you know garbage time of the fourth quarter, but the Eagles went on to win and finished with the record of 14 3. Also, the second, uh, the other divisional winner on the um, AFC side was the Chiefs, they beat the Raiders today to take the number one spot. Um, the, the Buffalo Bills, who is Damara Hamlin's team, um, handled their business as well, getting back on the field after, um. Their teammates suffered, um, you know, that devastation that happened to them, and they had to get back on the field afterwards. So they beat up on the New England Patriots today to solidify the number two spot in the AFC by beating the Patriots 32-23, which also meant that they knocked the Patriots out of playoff um, contention. So if you're Helen Weaver, if you're Lady B, you know, or any of the Patriots fans out there, sorry, I guess we'll see you next year. (laughs) Um, On the other end, I know um, a lot of people were hitting me up saying the Cowboys lost, the Cowboys lost. Yes, they did did lose today, but um, a lot of the team was taken out in the second half because they already had um, wrapped up a playoff spot last week. um, So they couldn't finish no worse. They couldn't finish no better. So they will be facing in the first round of the playoffs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Dallas Cowboys will be traveling down to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers, um, which it's a good game. It's going to be a good game next week. So um, if your team was playing today and trying to secure a playoff spot, hopefully they did. Um, so we are going to name some of the playoff teams and where they stand. So the Chiefs, again, took the AFC's top spot with the Bills finishing second, the Cincinnati Bengals finishing third. The surprise Jacksonville Jaguars went from worse to first in their um, conference and their division and beat up one of those Tennessee Titans to claim their first playoff spot in a very, very long time. Um, they will be representing the AFC South. The um, Los Angeles Chargers um, clinched the playoff spot their fifth. The Baltimore Ravens are sixth. And the Miami Dolphins claim the last and final spot on um, the, the spot um, in the AFC. Now, the NFC East. I mean, the NFC um, playoff teams again. The Philadelphia Eagles sit at top at fourteen and three, with the 49ers being number two. The Minnesota Vikings finishing third. Tampa Bay Buccaneers finishing fourth. The Dallas Cowboys fifth. The New York Giants sixth, and the Seattle Seahawks seventh. Why that's the case is because Green Bay lost tonight in primetime to Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks overtook them in playoff spots. So the matchups goes like this starting next Saturday. The Seahawks will face the 49ers. Um, The Jets will face the Vikings. The Cowboys will face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Dolphins will face the Bills. The Ravens will face the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Los Angeles Chargers will face the Jacksonville Jaguars in the first round of the playoffs with those winners going over to the next round and facing either the chiefs or the Eagles when it's their time up. So hopefully your team was mentioned tonight. If they weren't, hopefully next year is a a better year for you and your team um, to make some noise. So that's it. But again, our prayers go out to the Hamlin family as um, he recovers um, from his from his injuries, but God is definitely with his brother. So, congratulations um, to all those who who made it to the playoffs. I guess we'll see you next week.
2: Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, no, nice thank you for that wonderful, wonderful going in sixty seven seconds.
0: I feel Shout a
2: little, out to the little, Philadelphia Eagles. I
0: feel a little. I feel a little hate coming though.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I'm finally oh. going to commemorate our bet. And I do love the D, by the way. I do love the D.
0: Not necessarily
2: Dallas's D, but you know, we'll take it. So, for those of you who don't know, I actually Nell and I actually had a little bet. I said that I. Would wear some cowboy attire should um, the Eagles fall um, to the Cowboys. And they did that last game. So I finally got the the Cowboys gear in. So I am going to honor it tonight now.
0: It looks so beautiful on you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: going to be taking some pictures and posting them up too. You know,
0: it just...
2: This last little bit of time,
0: you know, I don't feel it's sufficient enough. I'm just gonna, you know, honor my bet fully. I appreciate cool. it. That's all I can ask that you honor your bet properly. But yes. um, I hopefully hope my my hope is your team, my team, meets for the meets for the winner to go on to the Super Bowl, because if it shake, it could shake out like that to where the NFC could be decided by. The Philadelphia Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys. If it if it works out that way, that would be amazing. Why? Because I feel confident that the Dallas Cowboys will beat the Philadelphia Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. That's just my thoughts. That's
2: just my thoughts. That's all I'm saying. We shall see. I ain't making no more bets. I'm gonna tell you that. (laughs) How about it, that? That's why
5: I don't bet. Either. No problem,
0: no problem. But again, um, if y'all if y'all ain't been on the rock and, and you don't hear us say this every if or if you're new to the, should I, I shouldn't say that. If you're new to the channel, if you're new, if you're someone who's just joining us here at Uncensored Minds, thank you. We continue these types of discussions on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Wednesday being our telemate Kick Show, which is a great show. This show right here, this show that's coming up this week, is up my alley. It's <laughs> fit week, you know what I mean? It's right?
5: Wednesdays. It's Flash Wednesdays.
0: It's Flash Wednesdays that is affectionately called. But when we what Flash Wednesdays mean is we're going to be showing you a drip, and what drip is is the fits that go along with these sneaks that we've been showing you how to put them together. Then Thursday comes here comes Game Seven with. Um hey, I call hey, no. him Mike. I call him Mike. Um, I call I call this is my new name for them. <laughs> right. I'm calling T T sharp and Mike Mike Bayless. No man they Mike, fight like skip Bellis and fucking and sharp. Mike can't be skip, man. I
5: gotta be skip.
0: Yeah, you skip. You skip. He not skip, you skip. Yeah, I got I exactly. t is man. T is T Bayless. Right. And, Mike is, and Mike is Mike Shark them two quite no. like skip and shannon on that show y'all but y'all will love it it's a dope show and then we we'll right back at y'all for 114 damn 114?
2: 114
0: 114 mine's 114 shout outs to our guest tonight the author Untamed. um the big dog in the comments jc we're putting them two ladies together to create such an amazing um body of work and bond that they share um and that y'all shared and created um Thank you to the people that's been in the comments tonight that was sitting back on the sidelines and watching, but just felt the need to dive in. Shout outs to Lynette. Shout out to Myla. Shout outs to Cynthia, the whole crew, Angela, Tara, Sarah. Um, I, if I miss, 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 miss your name, I'm sorry. It's just so many names that commented tonight made the show great. Um, a little bit about nothing. We had that, kind of t- that type of show um, tonight and, you know, We'll be progressing and 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 bringing y'all even more great content throughout the whole Teller um platform. So just be on the lookout and, and support us. Hit the like yeah. button. Just share the the all the buttons. Hit the buttons.
5: No, no, no. I gotta say, um, shout out to Angelia. We'll see you on Swash Wednesdays. Actually, <laughs> no, no. I mean, if if
0: you get that, we'll we'll see you on Swash Wednesdays. I'm to out of it. <laughs> because me earlier i ain't hit the beat <laughs> but shout out to everybody for always uh keeping us on our toes for, for for hitting us up in our comments for jumping in our dms for calling our phones keeping us accountable you know i mean we, we appreciate it you know all we can chalk it up to is just love we appreciate it so we'll see you again for the first um for the first start of the week is Wednesday with us here at Telemate Kicks. You guys, you gonna see a great show with us 8 p.m. Then the next show is seven seven p.m. the next night, um, called Game Seven, and then us again nine p.m. or sometime around that time for Uncensored Minds episode one fourteen. So meet us. Don't beat us. Don't meet us there. Beat us there like Rhonda normally does. Hey,
3: <laughs> you
5: know what I mean. So <laughs> y'all
0: can get a great good shout seat.
5: Out to Rhonda. The early bird always gets the
0: worm. What up, Rhonda? I got, All one. Right,
5: right. I, got, I got one final question for y'all before we get up out of here. Um, does the week start for y'all on Sunday or Monday morning?
0: Monday, the fuck?
5: Next.
0: <laughs> Monday. I hate when people be like, the week start on Sunday. No, it yeah, don't. I hate that it shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Monday, sure.
1: Um, I have to bag. No, my week began on Sunday with Uncensored Mind. All right. I'll take that key to
0: y'all. You. Your week that. begin on Sunday. Okay.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: This, I you mind? trying to say we work
1: or something? Like, what you yeah. trying to say? You hate your co workers? Hey, who said work I'll as say, not I'll, fun?
0: fault? Yes. Little Mexico, Mexico coming to Philly. <laughs> I regard this as work.
1: We're, so you know,
0: We're aggressive over here. We're aggressive over here. Don't do it.
1: I regard this as work.
0: You regard so, this as work? I'm
1: that devoted to it. You know, let's go. This ain't this ain't okay, then you get one. Life. You get
0: one shirt and you still vote it, huh? <laughs> 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 this
5: is my real life right here. Man. Disclaimer:
0: F- I F- am F- not F- for F- the weak. If I, you're weak, I approve of that message. out my damn way!
5: I approve. Love you even saying you um, did. Shout, <laughs> out, shout out to you, to you lovely ladies, my co-hosts. Shout out to you, now it's been a great show as usual. Absolutely, we will continue to improve and move. You know, move the game. Oh,
0: please, people, give Eash a round of applause for running the situation I know. tonight. Oh, great job, E. the situation. We gonna buy her. Let's let's all buy her, her. Great round. job. A buy me round a round of, of what, what she was drinking. Bel Air. Bel Blue. <laughs> but
2: I hope I did a, a good enough job
5: excellent job you straight i can't be on the board dog I, I,
2: I, that that
1: won't be happening i'm gonna let
2: y'all know this that. is
5: katie that's i'm not getting good. on there why wow. so cool,
2: thank you Angelina.
5: learn something remember the message learn she said she treats us like work
2: something every day
1: you I treat us like to work so, so that's a, you gotta place. learn your job i learned okay. to stay in my lane
0: thanks no that's i'm so ready i I'll just
1: kidding i'm hey i'm ready to give it a try just don't blame me if we don't have no audience members
0: Watch we ain't going to have no power for some reason. They're going to be like, I can't no, It's going to be something, but
1: that's okay. We're going to learn and get through it anyway. All right, everybody. we out. Yo,
0: there. don't forget. Y'all better be here next Sunday. We don't want no if, ands, or buts. My man's birthday is next Sunday. If y'all ain't here, y'all ain't y'all square. We're going to come to your door. So next week is a party. We having a party next Sunday. And it's for my big, it's for the, it's for the big homie T. So make sure y'all hear episode one fourteen is gonna be one of them special episodes because we're gonna be highlighting the boy. You dig the kid and
1: have your cash apps ready. That's the one time he'll take some cash.
2: <laughs> so get your cash apps ready. Cash You're right. apps
0: ready, ready and locked and loaded.
2: Yes, we'll
0: lose right. the cash <laughs> for everybody. Thanks. Love I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, mom. You don't
2: get in Mexico. Hey.
1: Should we get Wi-Fi in Mexico? Bye-bye, everybody. (laughs) Great week.
5: Bye-bye, everybody.
1: (laughs) Bye, everybody.